0: Everybody, welcome to Absorbent Yellow SpongeBob Deep Dive, the podcast where me and my friends talk about the making of and our admiration for SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, my name is Sam Roberts, and today, um, today I will be uh, the Jupiter Rising of the podcast. <laughs> um, that didn't even really make sense. That I was trying to think of like a, a host pun. And then I Mm. thought, Jupiter Rising, that was a bad film. That'll be funny. But then I just, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Um, Also, everybody, uh, I had, you know, um, an unnecessary observation last week, but it was, like, regarding Adventure Time. It's going to be meta this week. My observation this week is my unintentional catchphrase of the podcast used to be, love it, because I, you know notice at one point that I said it all the time uh without meaning meaning to um I think that my new unintentional catchphrase um is it doesn't matter because I don't know why but um I just say that a lot maybe I don't believe in myself or something but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter uh but what does matter <laughs> is that on the podcast with us today is uh whoops my phone just vibrated sorry if you could all hear that everybody but that's okay because this is giving me time to uh it doesn't
1: artifact. matter <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter wrong one ah. <laughs> here we go everybody give it up for our guest sarah wadka sarah welcome back to oh, the podcast hello. hello thank you thank you they stopped it's clapping. great to be here you, you don't have to keep saying thank you it's okay all right i'm done just kidding it doesn't matter um sarah how are you doing today
2: <laughs> i'm great um, i'm very happy to be here I'm glad to be back on uh, on
0: season three. Season three is this your first season three episode? I think no. it is. Is it? I don't I even think remember. It is. Who cares? But but now I'm curious, so I care. So let's look at it, it.
2: It it does matter.
0: It does matter to me. To me. <laughs> that's gonna be the new the new catchphrase. It
2: really matters.
0: Oh, dude, I love Hamilton. Um, so <laughs> let's see the algae's on the screen. Here comes SpongeBob, the bully. Yeah, I don't think you've been on yet. So anyway, wow. welcome. Welcome back to Thank season you. three. I was really pushing for you to not um, come back, but the producers were like, we need more Sarah. So,
2: Well, the producers loved me. What can I say?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you can say, but but you can tell me this. Last week, I had uh, my friend Rhiannon Overby on, and I asked her this just kind of spur of the moment, but I think I'm going to start doing this with every guest that I have on. Uh, what is a simple joy that you've enjoyed this week, Sarah?
2: Ooh, that is a really good question. I would say that a simple joy was I had a day off on Wednesday
0: nice. because
2: apparently my company gives PTO for your birthday, but you can use it at any time. Oh, fun. So I used it on Wednesday and it was like gorgeous out. It was like 85. Wow. And I just spent time in the sun. I hung out with some friend or my friends and their kids. Um, we were at Raccoon River Park, which people, if you, I mean, it is Raccoon River Park.
0: (laughs) What's with the Midwest and these freaking sad, decrepit? I grew up next to Skunk River, and uh, I've never (laughs) heard of Raccoon River, but I'm not surprised in the least to hear that. Yeah, anyway
2: it's yeah you know it's as beachy as you can get yeah maybe not maybe yokoboji is more of like a place with a beach but sure yeah you know it was it was a great time and Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know love feeling the sun and you know being outside
0: that's a good that's a good simple joy uh birthday based parent teacher conferences that your work gives out (laughs) just kidding i'm sorry But no, that's great. I love that. My simple joy is um, I've been using uh, Pokemon cards as bookmarks um, because back Um. when they had Pokemon toys at McDonald's again, uh, they had um, cards in the like Happy Meal or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I uh, quote unquote got some for my nephew, you know, (laughs) because I would never (laughs) eat a Happy Meal, kind of like uh, Barnacle Boy in last week's episode. Um, But... uh, Anyway, I've, I had these cards and honestly, I mainly just like, didn't want to go down to our basement and find my old Pokemon card collection. Cause I have like the booklet from when I was a kid and everything still, mm. cause everything in there is organized by type. And then I think, um, within each type, uh, I- each is like in alphabetical order. Um, and I was like, wow. it's gonna be such a pain to <laughs> dig it out and reorganise everything. So anyway, I had like four Pokemon cards that I just like kept on my desk. And then when I was reading books, I was like, Hey, I've got these cards here. So anyway, I highly recommend that. Um, especially wow. if you've got like the more like the the promotional cards that aren't worth anything or whatever, you know. Um, or if you just go to Target, buy some new ones that don't have, you know the um, nostalgia attached to them that you'd be afraid of possibly losing them. Having a Pokemon card, it's just the smallest thing. But mm-hmm. when you are just reading a book, you're, you know, at the bus stop, whatever. I don't ride the bus, but if I were, I might, you know, um, read my book. And then you just get to see a Pokemon card. And I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. just like or, one of them hold is... it in a, your hand. Yeah, exactly. And, just, mm-hmm. and then you can duel someone on the street. Um, yeah. And... Or fight them um, physically. Yeah. Um, or you could or you could just jump someone. You don't even have to challenge them. You could just- And maybe
2: you could also um, not do
0: that. Oh, yeah, that's true. You could maybe do that you could, too.
2: You could, you could shake a hand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you could, <laughs> you especially <laughs> now that we're- all, uh, I shouldn't say we all, but many of us all are vaccinated. We can do that again. We can- You can handshake we again. We can handshake. Yeah. We can high five. We can cough on each other. Um, that was a good um, pregnant pause okay should we do uh, <laughs> listener mail now yep. bye <laughs> okay see you
3: tomorrow!
0: Okay, um, this first letter comes from uh, uh, Beyond, who has written in um, a couple times before. He says, hi again, Sam, it's your boy, Beyond. <laughs> nice, hey, Beyond. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, typing to say that I actually listened to your news episode, Man and Barnacle Boy, and doing time seconds after it released. What are the odds of that? I've wow. uh, been listening to your podcast for about 12 hours a day because of my final uh, finals exam week. Uh, and the thing is that I didn't even... I uh, know the test was happening until the day before. Anyway, after going off topic, wish me luck for my final exams. And uh bye. Um <laughs> uh, uh as the producers were very adamant beyond uh, thank you for writing in. Unfortunately, the producers were very adamant that I cannot respond to any of the mail this week um because as I said, uh, the producers uh you know, up top the um the bureaucrats uh, know nothing um cronies in suits up top. Uh, who fund this, they said we need more Sarah on the podcast. So anyway, so S- Sarah is going to respond to all the mail. So anyway, Sarah, what do you have to say to uh, beyond about his final exam? Beyond,
2: week? Yeah. Beyond, we're, we're wishing you much luck, many blessings mm-hmm. and much greatness mm-hmm. in your exams. I um, mm-hmm. hope you get a hundred percent. I hope uh, mm-hmm. you know that, that listening to this podcast really got you ready to dive in, um, that you really absorbed all of the knowledge nice, you needed, nice.
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that you can look at that exam and say,
0: YOLO, I'm yep. ready. wow. Wow. Okay. Um, I can neither agree nor disagree because as I said, I am under contractual obligation to only let Sarah respond to these, but
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, I I can't say thank you for writing in beyond. Uh, You're never going to believe this, but we have a second uh, listener mail this week. Um, This one comes from listener Cameron. Uh, They say, I absolutely adore your podcast considering SpongeBob is my favorite show. But one question, am I the one person who is still petrified uh, by the subliminal message girl, am I? Sent from my iPhone. Give you a second to respond to that, Sarah.
2: I gotta say, I don't know what this person is referring to.
0: Uh, uh, at the risk of responding, I th- maybe I can just interject. <laughs> um, do you remember the episode Gary takes a bath, Sarah?
2: Um,
0: do you remember the episode where uh, SpongeBob is trying to get Gary to take a bath, but Gary won't take a bath? Yes. And do you remember where he is like I will get you to take a bath Through the power of subliminal messaging Yeah Hang on I'm just gonna find the clip For you
2: <laughs> I do remember that but there's a girl The It's just like a voice or something Yeah yeah
0: yeah maybe maybe uh, If I play the audio you'll, you'll recognize it yeah. You're
2: going to
3: assault your mind
2: With subliminal
3: assault. messages <laughs> sorry you had to see that
0: okay did you see it in your mind's eye or anything
2: um yeah so now that i have been again once again exposed to that
0: assaulted with
2: (laughs) messages (laughs) yeah my mind was assaulted and i'm gonna say i'm also petrified Mm, fully mm. petrified um so no you're not the only one nice um and i'm right there with you
0: do you actually remember it sarah are you just saying that
2: no, that is terrifying, but I, I don't remember <laughs> that. I, I really don't remember that episode much,
0: but. But you remember the moment? Wow. Like yes. Like the image? Yes. Okay. Cause if, it, cause if, you, if you don't remember it and you think that it's a bad question, you can let Cameron know.
2: Karen, I would, I would never say that to my friend Cameron.
0: You just call me Karen or did you call Cameron, Karen? <laughs> did I hear you say Karen? <laughs> oh, I said Cameron. <laughs> oh, Cameron. Okay. Okay, because if you thought it was like a really stupid question and you and it was like an obscure moment, you can let him. I would never say that as a host, but again, I can't. I'm contractually obligated. Okay, <laughs> that was listener Mail. Thank you, Sarah, for responding to everybody. Everybody, remember you can write in um, just like Cameron and beyond did to sponge at spamrobots.com uh, with your thoughts and questions. Uh, maybe next time I'll respond. Maybe I'll uh, have Sarah respond again. Uh, maybe a combination of both or neither. Who knows? But regardless, we always appreciate it. Um, Mm. and yes. Okay, let's do some trivia (laughs) o'clock. Trivia o'clock for the episodes, uh, Snowball Effect and One Crab's Trash. Not a ton here today, but, uh, first off, Snowball Effect, um, one of, one of Patrick's, uh, aliases that he refers to himself is, uh, the Pink Menace, which is a reference to the Red Menace, a nickname for the Soviet Union that was popular during the Cold War. And then, Mm. uh, trivia for One Crab's Trash, um, there's a, a handful of, um, Uh, gravestones that you can see in the background um, that have silly things written on them. Uh, And I wrote down uh, what they say. Um, One says, RIP stupid. Uh, Another one says, I'm with Stupid (laughs) next to it. Um, One says, Diver Dan. Another says, Rest in Peace. And one says, Old Salty Lies Beneath. Uh, And I don't know if this is for sure a reference to this, but I think it could be a reference to Haunted Mansion um, at Disney World. Um, Maybe Haunted Mansion borrowed it from somebody else, but when you walk up to the ride in Disney World, there's like a bunch of different um, headstones that have like, you know, silly jokes on them or whatever. Um, And then lastly, uh, Mr. Krabs at one point says in this episode, look at me, I'm Errol Finn. Uh, and this is a reference to Errol Flynn, uh, who plays Robin Hood in the 1938 film, um, The Adventures of Robin Hood. So pretty funny. Cool. yeah. Pretty cool, if I say so myself. Um, and with that, every time that we've had Sarah on the show, well, I guess I shouldn't say every time. The uh, Every consecutive past, in days past uh it doesn't matter uh me and sarah like to do like trivia quiz stuff whatever um for a few times in a row we we were doing um spongebob 20 questions uh we're not going to do that this week not because i'm sick of it um but i guess i don't care about it anymore i don't know um and i i i never it's just really hard for me to tell if it's entertaining for anybody else because i'm like living it you know um mm-hmm. so anyway we're going to do uh, a different form of trivia uh, as part of our famous recurring segment a broken class is cr- c- a broken clock is trivia <laughs> twice a day Okay Um welcome Sarah to uh, a broken clock is trivia twice a day I'm sure I've edited in some uh, game show music or something here Um mm-hmm. So we didn't really communicate on how we were gonna do (laughs) trivia we threw out a few different ideas um and for the listener uh you should know i told sarah this uh before we started recording but we are um kind of winging this entire podcast today uh and it feels like we're snowboarding down in front of an avalanche and we're just trying to stay ahead of it um so if things feel like you know the uh uh wheels are falling off the the train track or whatever this the statement is um it's true so um anyway we're improvising all of this uh sarah do you i'll let you go first you you present your trivia game first and then i'll do mine and then we'll decide at the end based on a vote uh who wins
2: well i i have you know i'm very prepared today i mm-hmm. have uh, lots prepared nice. and lots prepped nice um And none of this will be improv, but, uh, I have,
0: (laughs) my apologies. Uh, (laughs) I did not mean to Um, uh, step out of bounds anyway. What, what's the name of your trivia game?
2: It's called.
0: That's a good name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it has no name. Nice.
0: (laughs) It's called. I'll put some underscores in the, um, And the show notes for for the name. Maybe, oh my gosh, you know what? (laughs) I don't know if you intended this. I don't think that you did, but that's a pretty clever joke on like fill in the blank. That's like kind of genius actually. I actually did come up with that. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I figured. SNL, if
2: you're hiring, I'm I'm, I'm ready.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. SNL, I'm available every Friday night. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That was also really funny. I also just came up with that. I mean, maybe it wasn't funny, but I think that that's hilarious. Oh, Can you imagine oh, if you like sent in a resume and you're like, I'm only available yeah, to work write. Fridays. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead and start your trivia game.
2: Okay. Are you ready for the uh-huh.
0: first uh-huh. fill
2: in the blank quote? Yes. I'm going to actually try to do Clancy Brown's voice, oh, but nice. it's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. Oh, even better.
2: Okay, cool. Um, just gives me a chance to dust off the old acting
0: right, hat. right,
1: right. Okay,
2: wait a minute. This ain't me millionth dollar. This is an ordinary dollar that's been crumpled up, torn slightly, soaked in the lagoon, and kissed with blank, blank, number two semi-gloss lipstick.
0: Gosh, and kissed with. Trump
2: goes, um, actually, it's blah
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's been kissed with blank, blank, semi-gloss. Uh, I'm going to guess, I have absolutely no idea, but I'm going to guess <laughs> hot pink. No, scarlet red.
2: Uh, it's Dang. coral blue. Cor- oh, yeah, that's right. Now that I've heard it, I'm, I'm like, like oh, I totally
0: blue, know yeah. that one. Yeah.
2: I don't know why I always remember that quote, uh-huh. because I always remember him saying, actually, it's coral blue number three, and then the <laughs> hits him. <laughs> okay, so this next fill in the blank... Patrick is talking to SpongeBob in this portion of Wet Painters, which we have not gotten to yet.
0: Right, right.
2: Um, as you know, I like picking episodes we haven't gotten to yet,
1: right? Of or course. you haven't gotten to yet, right?
2: Um, and so <laughs> Patrick says this quote, and I will not say what he's doing
0: okay. when he says this because okay, be cool.
2: he says, "Can you move it along? I'm all out of blank."
0: Oh gosh, I'm all out of i don't know sea salt i give up
2: <laughs> um time cards
0: time cards because he's oh the one, like, yeah that's really them. funny yeah 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 yeah
2: <laughs> i i literally i think i told you i'd recently watched that episode and uh-huh. i was just like
0: yeah. yeah okay
2: there's a bonus on this one though so you may be able to save yourself okay what removes the paint on the walls in that episode
0: it's saliva Okay, well, I got the bonus question. Yay.
2: Finish this quote. Well, Mm. okay.
0: Mm.
2: Um, Squidward's thinking to himself in the episode, Squilliam Returns. Mm -hmm. He goes, don't be intimidated, Squidward. Try to imagine him in his underwear. And Mm -hmm. then he imagines Squilliam in his underwear. Mm -hmm. What does he think next?
0: He says, oh, no, he's hot. Correct! (laughs) Yeah, see, we got this.
2: In that same episode, what does he say SpongeBob needs to empty his mind of?
0: Uh, he says, um, forget everything, you know, except for, uh, fine dining and breathing. Correct. Ding, ding,
2: ding, 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 ding. Okay, Th- last Next one.
0: question, please. Yep.
2: Except I do have one more, but it's not a fill in the blank. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, there is an instruction manual that SpongeBob has to read also in that episode. hmm And it is mm-hmm. how to become a blank blank. hmm in less than blank blank.
0: Mm. Um, how to become a major D in less than sixty seconds? That's my guess. <laughs>
2: that's that's a great guess. It's yeah. how to become a fancy waiter in less than twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> okay, I would not have gotten twenty minutes, but fancy I know, I waiter saying
2: twenty blank.
0: Yeah. Well, I would have gotten minutes, but yeah. uh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Know. Okay, I got I got three out of six. I think so. Uh, Yeah, 50%. That's pretty good. Yeah, let's give it up for me. Yeah. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. It's nothing I haven't heard already. Nothing my family hasn't sent at me. I've heard worse from my mom, everyone. Okay. Well, thank you. That was a good game. Are you ready for your uh, uh, trivia time questions? Yep. Okay um I uh, this game is called who said it what episode uh finish the line uh, <laughs> give or take okay, so I'm gonna tell you for each question I have four questions and each is worth uh 50 points in total for a total of uh 200 it uh, it is a I'll explain it I'll explain with each one how it's gonna go okay so for this first one, they're all around quotes. I'm gonna read a quote and then you tell me who said it and what episode it's from.
2: Okay? Wow, okay. okay.
0: Uh, and if you can say who said it, that's twenty five points. If you can say what episode it's from, that's twenty five more points for fifty, wow. so on and so forth. Okay. And you'll
2: keep score. I'll keep score.
0: I will keep score i got it, I got it right keep. in front of me. Who said this line, what episode is it from? Did you smell it? That smell, a kind of <laughs> smelly smell. The smelly smell that smells smelly.
2: Mr. Krabs is who said it.
0: Mm-hmm. And what episode and was it from?
2: The episode is the pilot, which I think is called Help Wanted.
0: Yep, you got it. Correct! Yahoo! Ding ding ding. All right. Um, so you got 50 points so far. Congratulations. Okay, this next one is finish the line. And then tell me what episode is it from? This is an, intera- an uh, interaction, uh, interjection, inter, inter, in, inter, interconnection. <laughs> Gosh, I, my brain is so fried. I always think Fridays are going to be the best day to record these podcasts because it's my day off. And then I get mm. to it day of and I'm like, I can't think inter, like, this is going to bother me. I, I don't know what, if the listeners what are, enjoy, uh, interaction, inter.
1: Is Gosh. It interject- are <laughs> when you two people talk to
0: each other, it's, it's when two people Inter- talk to each other, and it's between SpongeBob and Patrick. Dude, that's gonna drive me insane. But I'm- interaction. Yeah, I mean it is an interaction, but it's <laughs> it it's like a passing of sentences to each other but it doesn't matter. I'm not I'm not going to remember it. I'll remember it like tomorrow afternoon or something. Okay. Um, you can anyway, put it in the show notes. Uh it's between SpongeBob and Patrick. Dude, I it feels like a part of my brain was like taken out or something and it's <laughs> it doesn't matter. There that's the catchphrase. Take a shot every time um I say it doesn't matter. Uh, and kids, if you don't know what that means, I mean, take a screenshot of your podcast every time I say that, and, then and put in, it on your Instagram. Put it on your Instagram. <laughs> <sighs> it's between SpongeBob and Patrick. SpongeBob says, "Hey Patrick, are you angry too?" And Patrick says, "Yeah." And SpongeBob says, "What's the matter?" And then Patrick says, "Blank."
2: I can't see my own forehead.
0: Yep. Correct. Yep. It technically, he doesn't say "own," but you you got it. He says, "I can't see my forehead." Now, oh. what episode is that from?
2: That episode is from um, Pretty Patties, but it's not called that. It is called Patty Hype. Correct.
0: Dang, ding, ding. Woo. Ah, oh my gosh. Woo. Woo. You got Woo. it. Um, cool. Congrats. I think I was on that episode. Well, frick. Well, that's okay. Um, okay. Uh, this next one is Who Said It and What Episode. The quote is this Goodbye, everyone. I'll remember you all in therapy.
2: <laughs> um. That's Plankton. Mm-hmm. Correct. In therapy the episode where he turns into Mr. Krabs but what is it
0: called? I'll probably give you the points since you know what episode it is but maybe maybe I'll give you like a little bit less if oh, you can't oh, Is
2: it called The Algae's Always Greener?
0: It sure is! Correct! <laughs> oh my
2: gosh!
0: <gasps> okay, this last one is who said it and what episode? And... <laughs>
2: you saying that for every single one?
0: Did I say it? No, th- one of them was finish the line in one oh, episode. Oh, you're right. <laughs> okay. So maybe I should have just called it no, who said that it in one episode. But anyway. Um, all right. This this is hard mode. Okay? Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, and if I have to, you know, move the rules a little bit, I'm prepared to. I'm planning to. I won't be like, okay. you know, it won't be out of pity. But okay. The, the line is this. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. It took us three days th- to make that potato salad. Three days. Oh, man. Who said it and what episode is it from? So,
2: um, (laughs) it's an incidental.
0: It sure is. But I
2: couldn't tell you his number. (laughs)
0: Okay. No, that's okay. That's okay. So I'll say he actually does have a name, but I don't expect you to know his name either. And don't even let that, like, trip you up of like, oh, I know who it is or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have in parentheses here for who is it. If you can just describe what they look like, you'll get the points. Okay.
2: Okay. I am seeing many in my brain, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I know it's not. I know who it's not.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But I think it's. I think he's. I think he's green. Is that wrong?
0: I don't know. (laughs) You just describe him, and I'll let you know. Unless green Um, is all you got.
2: Well, uh, I don't think this is right, but because no, I'm just. I'm just gonna get it wrong. But I'm. I think he's um, wearing a purple shirt and he's like an olive green color. He's the (laughs) Diet Dr. Kelp guy.
0: You got it exactly right, gosh. (gasps) (laughs) You got it. His name is Tom. That is exactly the correct person. But what episode is that from?
2: (laughs) Honestly, I I, I don't know because I don't even know who ruined the potato salad.
0: Do you want me to reveal it? Yeah. The episode is no weenies allowed.
2: <gasps> wow. So that is a really looks good like quote. 50, 100, 150,
0: 175 out of 200, which wow. percentage wise, I think is 95%. Is that right? Right in uh, to yeah. um, uh, biden <laughs> Colin, at gov.edu um we're standing by Yeah, we're standing by right call your mom and say hi to her this weekend i
2: think um i think it's i think it's 87 and a half percent
0: all right so now we're gonna go to a vote on who won <laughs> um <laughs> i'm gonna vote that sarah won because she got more questions correct um
2: and i can vote as well
0: yeah we you have to that's the only fair way um of doing
2: it. well i'm i i'm I'm going to say that you won for creating a better trivia game than I did.
0: (laughs) Ah, I was worried this would happen. All right. No one wins. (laughs) It appears we have reached an impasse. (laughs) Plankton said that uh, in the episode Young Sheldon by Meryl Streep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of this BS. Should we just get into the freaking episode? Let's get into
4: it. Ah, observe the majesty of the mighty iceberg. This frozen giant, normally found floating in polar regions, can sometimes stray into warmer waters, causing dramatic changes in climate for tropical undersea life. Yes, it seems Old Man Winter paid us a visit late last night, and he brought with him not a pillow or a sheet, but a blanket, a blanket of snow, yes, from jellyfish fields, to residential abodes, to bustling downtown, it's nothing but the white stuff, and local residents are taking notice. What's this?
5: Drops of rain frozen into ice crystals? I shall harness their energy and rule the world! <laughs> oh, stop! I wish to rule you!
1: Snow angel! <laughs> oh. Hey! Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Observing in Yellow. This is the episode Snowball Effect. This episode was written by Paul Tibbett, Ken Osborne, Meriwether Williams, and was released February 22nd, 2002. Sarah, what do you think of the episode Snowball Effect?
2: Well, Sam, uh, I actually really like this episode, just like I like every episode. Oh, Um, (laughs) frick. No, I um, I actually did not remember this episode until i watched it
1: really wow um
2: and then when i watched it i was like oh my gosh i remember this so vividly yeah um so just hearing i was like snowing that sounds like the christmas episode Mm -hmm. um but i guess i loved this one as a kid because i remembered so much about it yeah i really like it what did you think of it
0: yeah i love it um i couldn't remember a ton like of the details of it but i remember loving it when i was a kid i remember it being sort of um i think i just naturally compare it to the christmas episode in my head just cuz they're both like kind of winter themed mm-hmm. um and so it's it, for whatever like when i was a kid it was like the lesser of of those in my head um mm-hmm. and I, kind of the winter themed episodes that i always compared to each other were uh christmas who um, snowball effect uh, and then survival of the idiots where they're in uh, Sandy tree dome or whatever. Um, yeah. But I really, really like it. And I think that there's some really funny stuff in this. Um, and I think specifically this episode has some of the most like um, edgy jokes for SpongeBob. At least that's what I thought when I was a kid and we'll mm. get to them. I- I'll shout them out. Uh, they're the type of thing that I've described on the podcast before where I'm like busting a gut laughing when I'm a kid. And I just like kind of mm-hmm. opened my mind to like, This is incredible. And then I think I probably like imitated in the cartoons that I drew and stuff and probably like disturbed my mom or something. But so (laughs) yeah, jumping into this opening, uh, I have to say I absolutely freaking love the premise of this episode so much. It's so like delightful and whimsical and yet like scientific, like they could have just been like it's snowing in Bikini Bottom or something, you know, Mm -hmm. but this the cute angle of like. An yes. iceberg breaking off and then floating down mm-hmm. uh, to, the, to the Pacific Ocean. You know, um, it, it's just like that extra little mile that they go for, like you mm-hmm. know, thirty seconds of exposition. It's just really del- delightful. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's at its core, this episode is you know in the classic style of um, SpongeBob and Patrick getting into some silly antics in Squidward's front yard. You know, mm-hmm. there's been a million yeah. episodes like that. Um, mm-hmm. And this episode has a lot of, it it feels at points very much like bubble stands where it's just like this really menial thing that kids like to do um, that Patrick wants to join in on and needs SpongeBob's help and Squidward can't stand, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the snow is just such like a fun little twist um, that it just is like, I don't know, like really engaging. I don't know. So Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, and it adds um, a lot of potential for, I mean, a lot of these jokes, what, what? how would they do any of these jokes if there was no snow or right. like, it just, um, it does add a lot of whimsy. Right. Totally. <laughs> and it re- it does remind me a lot of Survival of the Idiots if that was, I mean, it's literally, okay, the plot here is they're having fun and fun. In- front of squidward's yard right rather than like fearing for their wives right. so it's right it is way more fun <laughs> totally, in <yeah>. that way. <laughs>
0: like uh-huh. it's less terrifying <laughs> that's true yeah yeah i guess they're similar in the sense that both of them kind of are like spongebob and patrick discovering the snow and being like mm-hmm. this is so magical you know yeah. um but different in that yeah that one takes a turn of like just horror you know um, <laughs> yeah And of course, because Squidward is in this episode, of course, he has to be the one (laughs) that, like, uh, you know, uh, devolves or like unravels as the episode goes on, you know? Oh,
2: totally. Which we love. We love to see it. We love to see Squidward get involved somehow. Mm -hmm. And we love to see him kind (laughs) of, yeah, Mm -hmm. get a little unhinged.
0: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Unhinged is a good way to put it. He's very unhinged this episode. Um, I was thinking about that last week with. Um the episode Idiot Box or maybe it was the week before I don't know but mm-hmm. um where the episode ends with him being taken to uh, you know the dump and then like landing face first in like a discarded pie and mm-hmm. I thought that was so freaking funny and delightful and it I, it did cause me to think like if this happened to SpongeBob at the end of the episode it would be like very upsetting but right. it's so fun when it's Squidward for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, other than I mean, I guess maybe he's like I don't know. I don't know. Like I want to say he's like Tom from Tom and Jerry, where you just like delight to see his mm-hmm. uh, his pain because he's just kind of an ordinary character, you know? I don't right.
2: know. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: So a couple of standout jokes here that I, I have to shout out. For one, um the the traffic light like maybe laugh very hard because for one thing for some reason bikini bottom their traffic lights are like signs that fold in and out that either say (laughs) go or stop um but the i and this has to be intentional but they like uh it's a stop sign and then it folds in but the snow that's on top of it remains in place and then go (laughs) just folds up like right directly where it was and the snow doesn't move Mm -hmm. or whatever um there's snow on top of everything there's a shot of jellyfish fields where even a jellyfish has snow on top of it and i don't know this is on purpose or intentional but um which are synonyms for each other which was a redundant (laughs) way to describe now this is getting meta. there's snow on top of everything and it feels like it's like observing um like way that a cartoon draws snowfall which is like everything has a perfect little clump of snow on yeah, it even though that's yeah. like not how it happens in reality you know mm-hmm. um so that even the things that are like m- organic and moving in nature such as the jellyfish just happens to be like turned to that angle and there's like a little yeah. clump of snow on top of it i just thought that, that was. <laughs> i like delightful. that thought. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I would have never thought of that that is funny though. <laughs>
0: uh-huh yeah and then i just have written down uh I'll just read this verbatim um wow I didn't even catch this at all when I was a kid there is a very inappropriate joke uh where two children are constructing a mermaid statue um and they have two large uh, snowballs each um or one each and they're about to like finish the sculpture or whatever oh my gosh I didn't notice that <laughs> yeah so I won't like dwell on it or whatever but uh if you missed it in the episode listener just go back and look it's like literally it's a panning shot. But once you see it, you can't unsee it, and you're like, "That is a very like, uh, ex- not explicit. I don't know. Like, it's very clear joke what they're doing. Once you see okay, it, yeah, and ve- very edgy, inappropriate. Like, I'm yeah. like that's mm-hmm. gonna be the edgiest that SpongeBob has gotten up to now. Wow, but,
2: I love that.
0: Yeah, and then stop. I wish to rule you. I just thought it was really cute, uh, <laughs> Planktons, You know, yeah.
2: I also liked um, the sound that the snow made. Falling on him. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. It's, it's so satisfying. Kind of
2: sounds, I feel like that happens with sand with him mm. at some point. Yeah. I don't remember uh-huh. what episode. Um, but I it is like a satisfying sound. Uh-huh. Um, what I noticed in that panning shot was that they used sea urchins for eyes and their little snowmen.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
2: not on the mermaid, but uh-huh. on the other ones. Yeah. Um, or maybe that was a different panning shot. I think it's yeah, the same yeah. one. I think it's, it's the same. Like one. Kids making right. snowmen, but uh-huh. um, I thought
0: that was cute. <laughs> yeah, it is really cute. And Mr. Krabs is making a giant dollar bill or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so cheery. It, it t- In my mind, I'm like, this has to be like a follow up to the Christmas episode because um, mm-hmm. it's the same writers, you know, they've got like the Christmassy music in the background and stuff. So mm-hmm. just so wintry and fun. Um, the interaction, I think that might have been the word that I was trying to think of earlier. I can't, I don't know. Doesn't That's matter.
2: what I said, though.
0: Uh, Yeah, you did say that, didn't you? (laughs) Maybe it
2: was. I don't know. The world may never know.
0: No, you're right. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Take another screenshot. Uh, So the um, interaction between SpongeBob and Patrick, where SpongeBob throws a snowball at Patrick. Patrick's like thanks SpongeBob while you weren't looking somebody threw a snowball at me or you were cute.
2: whistling yes
0: yeah that's right yeah because he's whistling and like acting you know coy or whatever um <laughs> but then P- Patrick tries making another snowball like to return fire or whatever and he can't make one and it's just so adorable to me you know
2: yeah I also like in that scene where he's like Someone's after me. I better leave town.
0: <laughs> I yeah. think I better leave town. <laughs> it just escalates so quickly. Like he's really scared. Yeah. It's really funny. But yeah,
2: I wrote down too. I mean, I love that he only is making. He can he can make a cube, a pyramid, and a DNA strand. Yeah, a
0: double helix, <laughs> like perfectly. Like, and he's sad about it too. He's like, "Oh, can you help me make a snowball?" <laughs> you know. Oh man so cute mm-hmm. and then
2: later you'll see by his fort mm-hmm. he has like a stack of s- of snow cubes
0: <laughs> yeah he does he does he just gives up on trying to make uh snowballs What mm, just so like great. genius chef kiss like writing of patrick of like the most Man, elaborate so way to good. make him look stupid you know yeah he can't make a snowball like he can't make the correct shape <laughs> you know
4: Please keep it down.
3: Squidward, you're just in time to enlist in my army. Join me, and together we'll defeat the Pink Menace. That's me. I can start you off as a buck private, but with hard work, perhaps you can rise through the ranks and become a regular private.
4: Thanks, but no thanks, Major Stupidity. You and General Nonsense over there will have to fight without me. (laughs) Got them both.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Patrick, you fool! This was over before it started! <laughs> I will now consider your unconditional surrender!
1: <laughs>
3: so that's how he wants it to go down.
1: <laughs> ah,
5: you missed me!
0: and then spongebob just continues to pelt them um this is one of the scenes that i just like lost my mind when i was a kid specifically the image of patrick getting pelted um with snowballs and them just directly hitting the back of his throat in the (laughs) slow motion scene of the (laughs) like i just like i don't know it's just one of those things where i was like i I, this is like a new thing that i've never seen before and i just like would lose my mind
2: (laughs) it's so what i love is that it's it's so I mean unnecessary, I guess you could say. <laughs> totally. They love uh-huh. jokes like that that they're like, Oh, that'd be amazing. Let's put that in. Put that in.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I can just imagine everyone being like, Really? You want to do that? Okay, cool. Right. Totally. <laughs> it does kind of look like I always get um confused when when I see things moving, sometimes I can't tell if things are moving towards or away uh-huh. from something. Right. Yeah. Everyone has that problem, uh, but at one point it does look like they're flying out of his mouth again. So oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. funny. That is funny. It's just, I love it. Um, uh-huh. And I don't want to fly past it. Right. I do love when Squidward is in his house mm-hmm. and he squeezes the lemon in his eye <laughs> oh, and says, yeah. why do I even bother?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And his his little turtleneck. Uh-huh. I just I'm like, Squidward, you always have a problem with something. Something uh-huh. is always happening. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Anyway, but yes, the slow-mo shot is something mm-hmm. I really remember from a kid or mm-hmm. from being a kid. And it, it's just
0: yeah so funny. It's so good. And I just absolutely love like the premise of this episode is just that they have a snowball fight, you know? And it's yeah. just like mm-hmm. such a pure kid thing to do. Um and it makes me appreciate the setup even more because I just feel like the writers must have been like the premise of this episode are, or is SpongeBob and Patrick have a snowball fight, you know? Cause like we haven't done mm-hmm. that yet. Um, yes. and then they like work backwards, like, okay, how can we get it to snow and bikini bottom and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And like, how can it devolve from there and so on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't think that this is intentional, but the parallels between this and bubble Stand are just, uh, uh, tantamount. Um, like they, mm-hmm. L- literally like even like the k- k- p- 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 like yeah, sound this, effects yeah are like mm-hmm. the exact same thing that like father's squidward mm-hmm. you know and i don't think that he says explicitly anywhere like um how could somebody have fun throwing snow back and forth or whatever but the mm-hmm. spirit is there you know mm-hmm. like how could somebody uh possibly have fun blowing bubbles like he's just like no right. i'm not gonna play mm-hmm. this stupid game this is for kids you know so mm-hmm. it's just classic classic spongebob patrick squidward um mm-hmm. interaction so
2: i will also say that i feel like because i didn't grow up with much snow oh, that's right yeah you grew <laughs> up in
0: texas <laughs> In, the, in uh, Texas. The seven flag uh nation or whatever.
2: <laughs> Six flags over Texas.
0: Six, Six flags over Texas. That's right. I'm mixing it up with a white stripe mm-hmm. song. But anyway, sorry. You grew up in Texas.
2: A seven seven nation army. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. Okay. Sorry. Also, so there's a did...
2: seven flags center, or there is a place called Seven Flags, I think, oh, in really? Des Moines, mm-hmm. or at least there used to be. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Nice. It doesn't matter. But what I was going to say was this gave me like huge expectations of Mm. snowball fights and forts.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
2: so I did end up making a fort when we visited my grandparents, you know, when I was a kid Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was not as cool as these. Right. And it's definitely not as cool as Squidward's League.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. Right. Well, coming from someone who did grow up with snow and a lot more snow when I was a kid, um, because uh, the global climate is changing, global warming is real, everybody. Um, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. Um, but it snowed a ton growing up in Iowa, and watching this episode, similarly, um, I would be like, it would cause me to romanticize playing in the snow because it was never as fun as they depict here. But it would make mm-hmm. me like want to try to like make a more impressive snow fort and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. So, and honestly, like every cartoon and kids movie and stuff um, that ever, like, deals with wintertime has a snowball fight. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, like... I maybe had, like, two or three snowball fights in my entire life, you know? Because you weren't allowed mm-hmm. to do snowball fights at recess. So if they're going to happen, they're going to happen with, like, neighbor kids or yeah. um, your siblings. But snowball fights just hurt, you know? They mm-hmm. it's typically doesn't, like like explode into wet powder on you it's like usually (laughs) if you've made a snowball and packed it so that it looks like a sphere that thing is just solid ice now and it just like hurts (laughs) to be belted with so anyway um you weren't missing out on a ton um well good (laughs) i do wish though i remember like in college trying to convince friends to like go sledding and stuff um Mm -hmm. and people would be like oh i don't i don't want to go and be cold and stuff and I'm just, i don't know. I'm like, for one, really fun. Two, uh, literally, the winters get shorter every year because global climate change is real. But that's a different conversation. Um, how do you think the icebergs? Nobody wants were? to talk
4: about. Yeah, it. we're not
0: ready for that conversation yet. I should—I should post uh, like a video of the iceberg breaking off and floating to bikini bottom, and be like, "Does this not break your heart? <laughs> What's happening?" Anyway. Please um, do. If it comes across as sarcastic listeners, I'm dead serious. Like this was just observational when I was a kid. I could tell, like, that's weird. It does not snow like it used to. <laughs> anyway, anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, where was I? I'm scanning my notes. Oh yeah, snowball fights. They're very fun, um, but very romanticized. So don't don't mm-hmm. feel like you missed out on a ton, you know. But cool. Okay, good. Thank you. Um Okay, so what is accurate though to playing in the snow when you're a kid is that at some point you have to go to the bathroom and you usually wait till it's too late. Um, and that's exactly what happens with Patrick here.
3: Score one for the boys back home. Yes? Oh, Patrick,
4: what an unpleasant surprise. Oh, boy. Nothing like a game of charades. Mm. I was trying to tell you that I was
5: choking on snow, but the snow melted and turned into water, and I drank all the water, now I better.
4: Fascinating. Now, where was I? What? Can I use your bathroom? Patrick, go use your own bathroom. I don't think I can make it, please? No. Please? No. Please? No. Please? Okay, make it quick. That's okay. Aha!
3: Aiding the enemy!
4: i caught you red-handed, Squidward. Look, SpongeBob, I was just. SpongeBob! <laughs> Yay! Squidward's on my side! I most certainly am not then that means he's on my side. No, SpongeBob, I'm not on your side either. I'm on nobody's side. Snowball fights are for immature children, and I will not stoop to your level.
0: So, Sarah, are we to understand that uh, SpongeBob, or Patrick, rather, um, he peed his pants, right?
1: He did.
0: (laughs) Okay. Just making sure I read that right. I, like, (laughs) watching this, I was like, he did. I don't know. I think when I was a kid, I, I'm i sure that I just laughed at it probably very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because and then, like when you're a kid, just like wetting your pants is funny, but there was something mm-hmm. about watching it this time that I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It just was like, Patrick just pissed himself on this episode. But anyway. <laughs> it sorry. is uh,
2: pretty gross, I'd yeah. say.
0: <laughs> anyway, what did you think of this scene other than that, though?
2: <laughs> okay. I love i just think patrick is perfect in this episode Uh um i I love how he says well i love how he's drawn when he's choking on snow How his eyes are going opposite directions Uh and how they're like spaced far apart yeah yeah yeah. and and just everything (laughs) about it is so Uh funny um so I laughed really hard at the animation of him, and then his delivery of the that long line. And yeah. now I'm better.
0: Yeah, so, it's totally how a kid would do that. Like just like so blabbing weird. when they come inside, you know. Like,
2: and then just the pause and the slamming of the door. It's just so good. And then uh-huh. obviously, yes, now he has to go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> right. But his delivery of the same, please, please, please. <laughs> i was dying i don't know why like and also something about like his eyes the way his eyes look the combination Uh of the two i just was cracking up yeah
0: yeah i laughed really hard at patrick go use your own bathroom because he does he lives like very close (laughs) you know the
2: side that he's on he's probably closer to his own bathroom exactly (laughs) i mean honestly i would do that like i would ask you know right. just stop at whatever totally. neighbor's house you were mm-hmm. playing at but
0: like it's
2: also like okay it'd be easier to just go to your own house
0: uh, it's so funny oh, it's
2: so great did and you so like the scene I didn't know you Oh, I love it thoughts. so much
0: like it's it's one of those things where in such an action heavy episode you forget these like exchanges which is the word I was trying to think of earlier Exchanges. exchanges I can't believe that I like I'm thinking back on it and I just can't help but feel like I'm so stupid I was literally like (laughs) when you pass sentences back and forth exchange (laughs) anyway sorry these are these are really funny exchanges between characters and then and they like drag them out you know because it's just so cute and observational of how I mean I think Mm -hmm. this is like perfect uh a perfect example of how they write the show to be character driven as in Mm -hmm. Um, each character always acts like their character, and Mm -hmm. the chemistry of the show just comes from like each character is a chemical and you just put them next to each other and see how they react, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, Patrick here, being Patrick, but specifically in like the little kid that's been playing outside for too long, (laughs) um, but it's talking to like a neighbor who like doesn't like kids, you know? Um, It's just so brilliant. And that Mm -hmm. they... (laughs) they you think that the joke is over when he's like all right and slams the door (laughs) (laughs) but then he's like back for round two and it's just like so good so i love it yeah um and then immediately after this um spongebob's aha squid i knew it squidward aiding the enemy it's just like really (laughs) funny and cute all of the like war lingo um you know language
2: is funny yeah Mm -hmm. when
0: i was in fifth grade i finally learned how to play the game risk um and got super into it because it was like the most you know complicated board game that i ever played up to that point um but so then after like Knowing all the different like war lingo and stuff, um, revisiting episodes like this are like so fun, like mm-hmm. just how out of place it is, and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, two, it's just like so adorable and brilliant how, um, you know, Squidward raises a snowball to throw at SpongeBob, uh, and then gets caught, you know, in the moment and is like, no, I'm not going to do it. And he drops the snowball, and it, there's this tiny detail where Patrick flinches uh, when when he drops the snowball, and I just think that it <laughs> is so cute and so well observed of like how mm-hmm. Patrick would respond to that, like, oh, he's just dropping it on the ground, you know. So, really, really good. And then mm-hmm. right after this uh, is when Squidward, um, you know, he, he says to them. Uh, If you guys want to spend your day knocking each other's brains out, um, by all (laughs) means, be my guest, you know, which again, accurate, because snowball fights hurt a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, of course, he immediately imagines them knocking their brains out, literally, and it's like quite gruesome. Uh, And then (laughs) he's just like, I got to see this, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels really similar to another episode, but I can't think at the moment, like, what it is where he's like eager to see them Hurt, hurt each other you know um, oh
2: is it um well i'm thinking of when he like turns them against each other mm-hmm. with his like he like sends them bubbles they're yeah. like that's like and they're in a fight oh and then yeah, they want yeah, to, yeah they both want to be his best friend uh-huh i don't know that's what it yeah reminded it, me, it yeah, is super similar
0: to that i'm trying to think if there's one
2: but it might be something else yeah
0: well i mean it, it to be honest it's a trope that comes up pretty often in the show yeah. but but specifically the trope of Squidward daydreaming about Spongebob harming himself, you know? <laughs> um, maybe I'm just mixing it up with him imagining SpongeBob and Patrick walking. I can't remember what episode it's from, but they're walking, they're like, What do you want to do today? Duh, I don't know, what do you want to do today? Duh, you know, or is that a free balloon day? And they actually do that. I can't. Or no, no, no. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, when he leaves SpongeBob to run the Krusty Krab on his well, that's own,
2: that's what I was thinking of. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, and he's like, The uh, here, yeah. here's all the money in the cash register. Yeah. I don't know, I'm probably mixing all of them up in my head, but yeah. anyway, there's just something about it that's like it's mm-hmm. both gruesome but really delightful because it's coming from Squidward. Like mm-hmm. he's just mm-hmm. excited to see them <laughs> just harm themselves. I don't know, but um, so anyway, this next scene. Um, is another really funny exchange. Um, I have in my notes that uh, this next exchange that we're about to listen to um, is very who's on first base esque. Did you ever see that old yeah. skit? Yeah. So mm-hmm. SpongeBob does this well. You know, that comes out of, um, I don't want to, uh, Vaudeville? Is Vaudeville the right? They definitely do vaudeville well, humor it, in SpongeBob. is it but Abbott
2: and Costello? Or it is probably it
0: is. It's definitely of that era if it's not specifically mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. But they just pull so much from different things like that, whether it's Charlie Chaplin or Abbott and Costello or the Three Stooges or whatever, you know. This one mm-hmm. specifically, though, is very who's on first base where it's just like silly, like. Anyway, if he, he watches them, <laughs> Squidward looks outside and he sees them shaking hands, which is just really funny that like that's what they would do uh and that it would upset him so much you know he looks outside and the and the wartime thing that they're doing is settling like for a truce you know so that upsets him he runs outside uh, and he's like you're supposed to be knocking each other's brains out um and then tries to explain to them how the snowball fight is supposed to work now
4: patrick pretend i'm spongebob and who am i you're patrick
3: can i be mr krabs no! Wait, why? He's a good leader.
4: Would you butt out? Hey, you can't talk to Mr. Krabs like that, Squidward. I'm SpongeBob, you're Patrick. <laughs> now, what are you going to do? <laughs> Patrick, why didn't you hit SpongeBob?
5: You said you were SpongeBob, SpongeBob.
3: Alright, it's true, Mr. Squidward. Now get back to work. Bye!
4: All right, I can see where this is going. Let's just say for all intents and purposes that I, Squidward, am now part of this war. Now. If you're in this war, then where's your fort? I don't have one, okay? Now. You gotta have a fort, Squidward. Forts win wars, Squidward. Okay, fine. You want a fort? There. There's your fort. Now. The fort's too small, Squidward. It's okay, Patrick. It's just a demonstration. Now. He's right, Squidward. That
3: thing would never protect you. It's downright puny. Trust me, it's fine.
4: See, it is too small. Not if I crouch down. I mean, you didn't even give me a chance to crouch down. See? Down here, I am perfectly... Exposed. What? You two, please! Stop throwing... Snowballs! <laughs>
0: oh, Squidward returned fire! But it's war, and now the wartime events really break out. It kind of turns into a little bit Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. not even just specifically because they almost uh, verbatim say "this means war," but just it becomes very like Road Runner. I don't know, but mm-hmm. anyway, what do you think of this scene, Sarah?
2: I think it's very funny. I'm glad you said it's kind of who's on first because that that actually is what it reminds mm-hmm. you of. Like, mm-hmm. and also, I mean, it's like the they do this often with SpongeBob and Patrick and mm-hmm. I, I mean what's coming to mind is Patrick with uh man ray
0: yeah uh, <laughs> with the wallet oh totally yeah 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 then <laughs> this must it's be your my wallet, wallet. <laughs> oh it's not mine
2: <laughs> just yeah. stuff like that oh uh-huh. so funny so i love that and also i mean i've worked with kids like sometimes you are really just trying to give an example, and they're like, But what about this? And like, have you ever thought about this? Then <laughs> totally, you're <yeah>. never gonna.
0: <laughs> you're missing the point. So- <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to the point. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I empathize with Squidward on that front. <laughs> <But> then, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. When Patrick says, that it's war, and it's just like his one little buck, too.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it's so funny. So
2: funny. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I love it. I love this scene. What do you think?
0: Dude, it's just there's so many standout lines in it that mm-hmm. I was like laughing so hard. Like the whole exchange is really funny in general. Dude, I am just loving this word exchange. I feel so much smarter now that I remember it and how to use it. You are um, smarter. Whoa. Um but it's like not just that like oh Patrick's being dumb and that's funny. Like the 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 verbiage that they're using is so brilliant. Like, he's right, Squidward, Fort win Wars, you know? (laughs) But specifically what really killed me was SpongeBob saying, no, he's right, Squidward. Uh, Like, you would never be protected by that. It's downright puny. Like, (laughs) that is such a rude and insulting way to describe his sport, you know? And Squidward gets, like, pretty caught up in it. He's like really like embarrassing, and defensive like oh, 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 well you you didn't let me kneel down you, like you gotta let me <laughs> kneel down first you know so just brilliant and then the oh, little animation flourishes cute. one of them is like the buck tooth that you're describing on patrick another one that i caught is um when squidward uh has a snowball thrown in his face one of the many times um he wipes it off his face and it, his face stretches down and then it flies up like, they, like, like they're blinds his face like rolls up and rattles a little bit um, like you're rolling up a curtain really fast or something like that mm-hmm. so so the the fight ramps up Squitter is pretty helpless at first um, but then he he gets one uh, headshot on Spongebob <laughs> and things ramp up from there
4: I got him I got him in your face Spongebob ha 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 That was actually kind of exciting. Why, I've never felt so alive.
5: (laughs) He got you good, SpongeBob.
4: Take cover! Oh, yeah.
3: Yes, Patrick.
5: I think Squidward's taking this really seriously. That last one had his clarinet in it. Mm, looks
3: like it's time for Plan B.
2: <laughs> I do. I mean, I just love an unhinged Squidward moment. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um and i i love the reveal of the clarinet on yes patrick's exactly forehead, or in patrick's forehead embedded in was, his forehead these these are hard snowballs yeah like, being thrown very exactly
0: hard. exactly
2: um but yeah how you can't really see it until it zooms out right <laughs> the last one. Uh-huh. yeah um And I also love that he says time for plan B and you just at that point have no idea what they're going to do, but they just leave.
0: (laughs) They just leave. They just yeet themselves out of there. But it's like a super understated leave, too. It's not like a cartoony like out. They just walk off, (laughs) (laughs) off. (laughs) you know, they're just gone for the episode until the very end. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, Yeah, I that the clarinet What's the other um for lack of a better word, edgy joke in this mm-hmm. episode that made me lose it when I was a kid. I think I mm-hmm. saw it as like edgy and almost dark because, you know, I, I don't know if I read about this or if I saw it in a show or something. Um, But I had a concept in my mind of putting rocks in snowballs and just <gasps> knowing that like, that is like evil, <laughs> you know, that like is that is like, that will actually, like, kill a kid if you do that, yeah. you know? Um, but, like, kids either not knowing any better um, or, like, being a bully, like, might do that or whatever, you know? I never mm. knew anybody specifically who did that, I don't think, that I can remember. Um, unless it was Oof. me, and that's why I can't remember. I don't know. But um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, it hit you in the head. though. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. But so the idea that Squidward would put a clarinet <laughs> in, in a snowfall <laughs> <laughs> to to express his, his clarinet, his yeah. precious clary. Well, that and just like that—that's how into it. That's how unhinged he is. <laughs> like how violent he is trying to be, and that Patrick, you know, like a kid who is like, "Hey, I think this has gone too far. I I want to be done playing." You know, it's just <laughs> like so. Like at first, I had in my notes like, "Why the stomach close up?" LOL. Like. It's odd that it's like SpongeBob looking up at him and Patrick's stomach, it's just huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you find out it's it's for the reveal. Um (laughs) that Squidward has put a clarinet in a snowball and just planted it directly into his forehead. So um, and then yeah, I wrote uh looks like it's time for plan B. Then they just leave LOL. And then all caps can relate <laughs> like <laughs> that needs to be a meme or just fuse in conversation more like, looks like it's time for plan B and then you just leave, <laughs> <laughs> like just exit the situation, you know? So
2: oh, that's great. Yeah. I agree. We should meme that. Mm-hmm. I-, I should use that more often. Plan <laughs> looks, B. <laughs> looks
0: like it's time for plan B and then you're just done with the whole situation. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, that's so... sometimes
0: referred to as an Irish goodbye. And um mm-hmm. mutual friend of ours, James, <laughs> uh, especially in college, was known for a good Irish goodbye. Because when he was done with something, you'd look around and be like, where did James go? And he just <laughs> had gone home at some point uh, without announcing it. So anyway. <laughs> It's so wonderful. So then after this, um, there's like a good minute or two of uh, Squidward just becoming increasingly paranoid um, and building his snow fort higher and higher. And um, I remember when I was a kid, like being so envious of his snow fort and like wondering, like, could I ever make like a snow fort that big? That looks like so incredible, you know? I know. Um, I know. When I was a kid, I always wanted to like either make a tall snow fort like that or like an actual proper igloo. Um, But it just requires Mm. so much snow to do. Uh, (laughs) They make it look so easy in the cartoon, but like in reality, um, Squidward, like there should be no snow left in his yard, (laughs) you know, but in a cartoon you could just have endless amounts of snow. But, um there is, I don't want to say it's a deleted scene, but like if you go on to like the SpongeBob fan wiki or whatever for this episode, you can see some uh painted backgrounds um that weren't used, which was one of them. I I can only use context to guess uh what it was, but basically, um it's this painted background, an image of um Squidward, his the inside of his fort, and it's basically snowmen in various medieval torture devices also made out of snow. Um, oh. So I have to guess that that is... I'm pulling it up right now to make sure that I'm describing it accurately. I have to guess that, like, at some point there is a, a subplot or plot line or something of, like, prisoners of war or something like that, so you should look it up that's yeah it's it's labeled snow dungeon uh and there's like they're all like frosty the snowman looking there's like a wall of snow in the background which implies that it's like inside of uh squidward snow fort um there are snow ropes hanging from the ceiling uh and snow fish hooks hanging from those oh my gosh Um, one severed snowman's head is on a fish hook there's one of those like uh, stretch your arm out like medieval oh rope machines or whatever, and there's a snowman like strapped into it. Uh, and then there's a, a snow guillotine with a snowman like hogtied. Um, and his snowman head has been cut off and is sitting next to it. Uh, and then next to that is a basket oh. full of severed snowman heads. Um, and like one little top hat up. and carrot, dude. Yeah, I know it's, I. That is to it see what it is, and it, it's really cute looking, um, very Calvin and Hobbes esque. Maybe that's why I love it so much. But, um, oh, and then actually next to it, there's a little sno- Uh, I almost said snowboard storyboard here. Um, I'll describe it quick. So, uh, let's see. It it shows like a uh, pan through this like snow dungeon, uh, and then it says Squidward says, "I'll bring them to my dot 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 snow dungeon and extract their invaluable secrets." Ha ha ha. Um, and then it shows him like rush into the the snow dungeon. This is really delightful. Everybody listening to this should go look it up. Maybe I'll tweet it from the absorbent yellow, um, SpongeBob or SpongeBob account, Twitter account. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, so he builds a snow fort. Uh, any thoughts on that disturbing image before we play this last clip? Well, I think that we all should look it up after this. (laughs) Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Okay. Well, so uh, for these last few seconds here, um, Squidward just continues to lose it. He's more and more paranoid. And we get like a very funny, silly reveal here at the end. Now, where are those fools?
4: Ah, The first shot has been fired! Take this, Patrick! Taste my frozen fury! Plop. <laughs> well, I got you down.
3: Did you hear something, Patrick? Nope. The
4: snowshoes and the shovels.
0: That's it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> like, hard cut off. Um, it used to bother me when I was a kid when they would randomly have a tree in their yard, but I absolutely love it now. I think it's so Mm -hmm. delightful and cartoony and just cartoon Mm -hmm. logic and this and club SpongeBob and, Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Christmas who, you know, that there will just occasionally be just a massive coral tree. <laughs> and the the reveal that, like, that is just dripping snow onto Squidward's head. And that's why he's zoosing it. It's just so delightful. So and then, of cool. course, SpongeBob and Patrick just so cozy. And you almost expect them to say something to the effect, like they have in the past, of like, sounds like Squidward's having fun. Or, oh, Squidward. Or, I hope he's not too down in the dumps or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're just even oblivious to it completely. <laughs> yes. Do you hear something? nope so (laughs) i love it snowball effect i think it's five out of five for me yeah i'm gonna i'll give it a five out of five yeah
2: i would say the same Mm -hmm. because i even though i don't i didn't really remember much about it when i rewatched it i was like oh yeah this is this is Mm -hmm. fun it's very a classic plot but also unique and has a lot of funny jokes right um I do love that it ends because you kind of expect it to be like idiot box and be like, <laughs> right. Oh, so glad Squidward's like right. having fun or whatever. Right.
0: <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. um,
2: no, he got way too intense. And do you hear nothing? Do you don't hear anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also, I think it's cute that they're the ones, you know, having a snack in their cozy house. <sighs> right. and uh-huh. Squidward could be doing that right now, but he's totally.
0: instead and I done, do- oh, that it's so it's so brilliant that they paint it literally like it's dim they're sitting really close to the tv like mm-hmm. huddled up next to it mm-hmm. and it sounds like they're watching the weather channel or something you know like yes. it's just so cozy <laughs> <those>
2: snowshoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: uh-huh and yeah like the ending is like i even appreciate that it doesn't end with like squitter getting hurt or something though you mm-hmm. know as i have described on this very episode Love it when Squidward gets hurt. Um, but this is like, it reminds me of Squidville, where it ends, it fades out with Squidward still insane um, yeah. <laughs> and just getting to enjoy being crazy, you know, kind of becoming a SpongeBob, only more unhinged um, at mm-hmm. the end. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just love it and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, you know? Love it. Well, that is Snowball Effect. With that, let us throw it to a quick break. And then when we come back, we will discuss uh, one crab's trash.
4: Spongebob will be right back on Nickelodeon. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to the middle part of the episode. We don't have a review this week because um, nobody left a review. Not mad, Not throwing shade. But it's just, you know. Um, no. I'll have your I'll have your father talk to you about it. But um, no, I uh, wanted to bring up and I forgot to do anywhere else in the episode. Sarah, um, you sent a, a, tw- a tweet, a meme, um, a, a, a Tumblr um, of somebody <laughs> saying, "Yo, we, I just realized that SpongeBob's oh, yeah. grandparents aren't cookies." Correct? You want to <laughs> talk about that a little bit?
2: Yes. So shout out to my childhood best friend Samantha Orland. Samantha, if mm. you're listening, oh, Samantha's the one that saw spongebob the musical on broadway and told me how great it was and told me to watch it fun (laughs) and so she tweeted this was years ago i think and she was like do you have it pulled up
0: uh yeah i'm pulling it up right now oh my god spongebob's parents are not chocolate chip cookies semicolon they are also sponges question mark exclamation point am i the only one who thought they were cookies question mark question mark question mark was i on drugs was i just dumb and um i asked sarah after she sent me this do you think they or did you think they were cookies and then she sent back her own tweet i also thought this and said does this answer your question she meant to right question it's a fun little typo oh anyway. but i said "question." yeah you did
2: <laughs> East i thought you said <laughs> that's
0: what i was gonna say anyway sorry So that was the tweet <laughs>
2: we should <laughs> but yeah so i thought they were cookies for the longest time but they're like yeah they're like loofah looking i mean they are sea sponges but right they're just they sea look sponges like loofahs, kind of yeah yeah.
0: They do look like loofahs, <laughs> but I think they're meant to just look like regular sea sponges. real yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, so I wanted to put out the call, the question, uh, write in the Sponges Spam Robots or tweet at Absorbent Yellow if you also thought um, that SpongeBob's parents were cookies. But anyway, that's that's the thing. Uh, let's get back into the episode.
5: Hello. I'm Gil Slimeforth, so in for Mr. Fish, here to give you Nick's three big reasons to watch an all-new, never-before-seen episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Reason one, two, and three. And there you have it, three big reasons not to miss an all-new, never-before-seen episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Tomorrow at 8, 7 Central, only on Nick.
4: Bye. And
5: one more for good luck.
3: on Nickelodeon.
4: Ah, a yard saying. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Disposable? Fooey. For Mr. Crab's old clashes treasure.
5: Open for business. See anything you like?
0: Yeah, I'll give you a buck fifty for this umbrella.
5: A buck fifty for that? But it's an antique. It belonged to a queen. Ten bucks. Ten bucks? It's full of holes. It was the queen of Switzerland. A queen, you say? That's right. Really... Wait a second, they don't have a queen. Okay, Mr. Bargain Hunter, five bucks.
0: Deal! Hey everybody! Hey, didn't see you there. Welcome back to Absorbing Yellow SpongeBob Deep Dive, the podcast from me, and my friends, like about the making of an admiration for SpongeBob Scorpions With us today Sarah Watkins. Here, how are you, Sarah? It's good. We already did that part. That was the introduction of the podcast. But we're back for the segment half. The second half. Of the second segment. Second half of the podcast. We're back. Well, the episode one, Krabs Trash. This episode was <laughs> written by Paul Timmick, Ken Osborne, and Mark O'Hare. Sarah, what do you think of this episode?
2: I actually love this episode. I love that there's antiques in the front yard, and I love that Mr. Krabs is the main character, and I love uh, that SpongeBob is a secondary character, but he has a great role, and I just really enjoyed a lot.
0: Agreed. Everybody, thank you for listening. This has been Absorbing Yellow, SpongeBob Deep Dive. Just kidding. We're done. We already did that joke. We're not doing the rule of threes this week. Actually, <laughs> I think I broke the rule of threes last time I did that joke anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> screenshot. Yes, I love this episode, too. Uh, I never put it together that Mr. Krabs is the main character, but you're totally right. Like, it follows him the whole way. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason that I paused on the last episode when I was thinking, like, what would I give this? A five out of five? Five. Um, the only reason that I hesitated is because like this episode is because this
2: just, is five out of
0: five. <laughs> well, and just because it's even better. Like I think that snowball mm-hmm. effect deserves the five out of five, which is why you check the tapes. I gave it a five out of five. Um, <laughs> but this one is just like t- top tier Spongebob. It has to be mm-hmm. like it's just it's so so funny the whole way through and like mm-hmm. it's so unique because it follows Mr. Krabs like so yeah it's just mm-hmm. it's just brilliant um there are some really stupid but funny jokes in this like this is an antique it belonged to a queen it's full of holes it was uh the queen of switzerland (laughs) i guarantee you i did not get that joke when i was a kid but watching it i was like holy frank swiss cheese that's so clever (laughs) yeah um and just like the gag that everything is an antique is Mm -hmm. like really funny and observational and like i don't know i think when i was a kid I, i must have assumed that that was like a grown up thing or something like mm-hmm. faking that things are antiques, you know, especially because I don't know about you. um, And I don't know if this was like just something that w- was played on, on PBS in Iowa, um, but uh, Antique Roadshow, uh, are oh, you familiar yeah. with this show? Okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I grew up watching that. It was one of those mm-hmm. things that you just like watch with your family and be like, Ooh, how much do you think mm-hmm. it'll go for it? So honestly it is pretty entertaining. Um, But you see people bring on like just, garbage uh, to that show <laughs> and what they say is like this is an antique or like my grandma, you know, it's it's funny like you either the most entertaining things are either end of the spectrum on that show either it's mm-hmm. someone that's like I don't know my grandma owned this and somebody just told me to bring it down and they're like this is worth 5 million dollars <laughs> and they're like what or they just bring in some garbage looking piece of trash and they're like this is an antique it's an heirloom passed down for generations and they're like it's actually a fake uh but <laughs> you could totally maybe get 50 bucks out of it so anyway <laughs> just like a really fun cute um yeah. premise um mm-hmm. and dude the i never caught or i guess i just never appreciated uh to this extent before it, there is some wonderful ragtime music at the front of yeah, this episode. Yeah,
2: it's great. Like, I I noticed that too.
0: Yeah, I couldn't help but do like like a little dance listening to it, it. Is, like Yeah.
2: It's, it's fun just,
0: yeah so and it good. doesn't
2: it seems like almost misplaced like <laughs>
0: yes, totally
2: I, I, but it is uh-huh. kind of, it's like a yard sale I don't know uh-huh. but like normally that would be in the background of SpongeBob right. Patrick like setting up something cool but it's right it's totally. Mr. Krabs going through someone's trash well his mm-hmm. no it's someone else's trash
0: <laughs> t- totally he's going through Patrick's trash right like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I guess maybe it's like multiple or, people's but yeah. Patrick finds a, pl- a plunger that he threw away <laughs> and he's like that's so crazy this looks just like the plunger plunger i recently threw away you know
2: i have i been using that wrong
0: <laughs> dude that freaking line <laughs> just killed me yeah so i'll talk about that now like mm-hmm. spongebob and patrick happen upon uh the yard sale <laughs> and the little exchange that mr krabs and patrick have like what's with this old plunger this looks like just the one that i just threw out and he's like that's not a plunger it's a uh novelty ladle or whatever and yeah it's just like boy was i using mine wrong it's like it's similar to kelp chips uh they're delicious they most certainly are not delicious not how i eat them where patrick just says something like referencing something specific that you never get to see that's just like yeah. what goes on i mean in this one, it's just obvious like he just yeah. uses it but it's just such like a funny like almost like homer simpsons-esque like Patrick is just thinks that he is so dumb. Like I can't believe mm-hmm. I've been using my- <laughs> And to think like if that w- were to happen to you, like how traumatized you'd be like, I was using my ladle for what, you know? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing just feels, and I think that the ragtime music like amplifies this, it makes it feel like, I don't know, like a period piece where, Uh, Mr. Crafts is just this up and coming business entrepreneur that's trying to make it through the world or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just through really shady business, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, even the sign, it says fine antiques for sale. (laughs) Yes, totally. It's like, it kind of looks, that sign kind of looks 3D.
0: Yeah, it's like uh-huh. one of those um, right.
2: animations that right. I I think is so cool. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, and it's like kind of maybe in the summer in the I right. don't know 30s or something, right. and yeah, totally I, I get exactly. That vibe. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I was just gonna say, it almost feels like a like a flashback in something like the year was 1930, and we had just moved to Manhattan. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, just yeah. trying to scrape on by. Only instead, <laughs> it's Mr. Krabs not only just selling trash, but selling it as antiques. <laughs> Which both, like, excuses how worn out everything looks. But B, like, just lets him upcharge, like, crazy on everything, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. Anyway, what are oh, you going to say? Man. Oh,
2: um, the colors are so bright, too. Mm, mm-hmm. In this episode. I mean, some episodes just, like, stand out as far as, like, mm-hmm. the coloring of, mm-hmm. um, like, I-, I think especially when you see the hat. It, right. it's really colorful, but also like, even the trash kind of looks colorful. And right. um, Patrick is a really nice shade of pink. And right. I don't know, I just, I love, I love the colors in this one,
0: especially right. this scene. It's just so cute too. Like it makes me think of like when I was in college, you know, when you'd be like, I don't know, walking around with friends or whatever, and just happen upon a yard sale and you're like, Hey, mm-hmm. let's go check it out or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, that they're just like digging through stuff. And then Spongebob finds the soda drink hat and he says, wow, there's only been a handful of number ones. Like, It's Mm -hmm. just so cute. It just makes me think of the movie Elf, where he's like best coffee in the world. Congrats, (laughs) everybody! You know, like SpongeBob takes it so literally, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and even literally says like this hat must have belonged uh, (laughs) to someone (laughs) who was number one. You know,
2: I'm like, where does he get these facts? Like, there's only been a handful (laughs) in the history of time. Right? (laughs) It's like
0: it's like a scientific fact to him. You know, like (laughs) yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, after this, so. He, he wants the hat, you know, um, and uh, well, actually, first, uh, uh, Patrick buys um, a plunger and uh, a lollipop, I think, um, and it costs five dollars. <laughs> the more I thought about this, it got funnier. It, it costs five dollars. Mr. Krabs is going to charge him five dollars. He says, I only have seven dollars. <laughs> and then Mr. Krabs takes it. So it's funny in its own right that patrick is like all i have is seven like will that cover it you know but if you have seven dollars that means that at the least you have a five (laughs) you have a five and two ones (laughs) (laughs) i don't know know why that tickles me so much but it's just so funny and
2: because it's, it's the writers going yeah. a step above. Like they're exactly. always, they're not doing the joke you expect. They're doing the joke. You are like, right. It'll get you on the floor. Laugh. Like, I don't know. Totally. Well, maybe not on the floor laughing because some of them are still understated, but right. they're like overstated just enough. Like, I don't know. I you think know the fact
0: to- totally one. Well, I think the fact too, that it's a kid's show and there's these jokes that kids will not understand makes yeah. it extra mm-hmm. funny. Not mm-hmm. just like, f- you know, for like the parents in the room, but even me with no other like, there's no kids watching it with me. But it's just funny, like you put that in knowing that your target audience will not understand the joke, you know. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's not like an innuendo in some, or something like like that would, you know, be in Shrek or something. No hate for Shrek, right. you know. Only Shrek right. stands here, but um, well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just so it's brilliant it's brilliant this is the most brilliant joke ever written but anyway <laughs> so spongebob actually wants the soda drink hat right um and he doesn't have the money um so we get the fastest montage ever of <laughs> finding change throughout his house um to pay for it um and he finally buys the hat off mr krabs
3: mr krabs i found 68 cents but maybe you could take the other four dollars and 32 cents out of my paycheck what do you say
5: Well, I don't know. Uh, okay. But only because you look so dashing in that hat. Thanks, Mr. Krabs. Don't mention it, boys. (laughs) What a couple of rubes. Excuse me, sir, but are you the purveyor of this curio stand? Yes, I am.
4: I understand you're selling this rare novelty drink hat. Fresh out. Let me explain. I'm prepared to give you $500 for that drink hat. Not so fast. I'll give you a thousand dollars for
5: such a hat. Uh, 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 love... I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars in cash for said hat. Uh, uh, <laughs> sir, I'll give you a million dollars for that hat. Spy!
0: Okay, so I just absolutely love, like, the whole thing is funny in its own right. Like, the the premise, the, uh,
1: thanks, Mr.
0: Krabs, is, like, really funny. But what really got me was, excuse me, sir, but are you the purveyor of this curio stand? <laughs> like, he's got this, like, old-timey voice, and it's like he's taking it way more seriously than even Mr. Krabs is taking yeah. it. But that's like exactly what Mr. Krabs wants to hear. You know, and he's like, "Why, well, yes, yes, I am. But, but then exactly <laughs> that happens. It turns out it actually is a novelty thing like you'd see on anti-growth show, you know? So
2: I, I wanted to say that, that guy's voice. And also, I, I mean, I don't know if we've seen that, Exact incidental, incidental. Right, How I don't think that do we
0: have that. In- incidental. Is that it? In incidental incidental well now i'm thinking about it too hard
2: yeah but i don't think we've seen him before and that voice is so great i mean <laughs> excuse me sir yeah
0: it's parade like of this It's perfect it is absolutely <laughs> perfect. Stand is good. such a funny phrase <laughs>
2: i am prepared to give you 500 dollars for that novelty drink hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's just perfect uh-huh. um and i also love the lady yeah I love her colors uh-huh. too, because she's so unique looking and like with uh-huh. her purple hair. And I think, um, I think she's green, but her outfit yeah. is really interesting. So yeah. I mean, these people are kind of like maybe curators or right. they're collectors or whatever. Right. Um, so I just, I love the scene aside from I, the drool is so funny, but it is yeah. so gross. <laughs> it,
0: it is so really gross. gross. I think that I, I don't mind it just because it's like so watery, I guess yeah. that it yeah, doesn't that's true. gross me out as much, but, but it is gross, yeah. but it, the, the <laughs> image of the dude coming up in like his canoe or whatever, Oh <laughs> will pay you a million No, do- I can't do his voice. It's like so strained The like <laughs> the million dollars guy, you know, I
2: want to say his voice sounds like old man Jenkins kind of like bit, it might be yeah. the same guy.
0: Uh huh. Just like not but. old. the The green fish lady is like so interesting looking. She's got purple hair and red glasses, and
2: yeah. But. I mean, you would think that she would be someone that's maybe more of a main character, but right. I really like that they did that with even the four of them just totally being
0: make them look specific. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I it's such genius writing that the unfortunate thing to befall Mister Krabs is that he gave away something of such great value without realizing it. Like, mm-hmm. that is so brilliant and funny and, like, just, mm-hmm. like, a twisting of the knife for him, sort of, you know? And and this is, like, yeah. kind of... I had in my notes, this is when I was a kid, where I learned about the concept of... I mean, I referenced Antique Roadshow earlier, but, like, um, eBay, like, selling novelty, yeah. stuff like that, like, bidding mm-hmm. for them, stuff like that, you I know?
2: as a kid, it's, like, you... I know I wanted that hat. Like I wanted it for like, just it looked fun and I would love to drink soda out of a hat. But then thinking about like, oh, what do I have laying around that could be worth
0: whatever. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, do you have or have you ever had an item like that where you're like, if I sold this, (laughs) it would be worth a lot.
2: Well, I thought I had something mm-hmm. and I still have it, mm-hmm. but, um, so it is like an old Sarah McLaughlin CD oh, wow, that's signed by her. <laughs> wow. I have zero idea how it came into my possession. Uh-huh. No clue. No clue. Uh-huh. Um, but I've had it for a while and then I looked it up on eBay once and it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's probably like right. 80 bucks, but right. I'm like for, you know, I thought maybe it would be. Right. Three hundred dollars or something. But it's right. like cause she still, you know, probably sign in people's old CDs. You know, I don't right. know. Right, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I also thought when I was a kid that um my Japanese holographic Mewtwo was gonna be like worth like millions, Uh but now to this, I think my dad sold it in a garage sale. So like,
0: oh no, it's gone forever. Yeah, bummer. Okay, well, (laughs) so you. (laughs) Well, funny you should say that. Mine's also a Pokemon card. Oh. Uh, A little bit more tragic though. Um, I had a holographic Charizard. Uh, like one of the originals when I was wow. a kid, um, as part of my large collection that I described earlier in the episode. <laughs> and there was this kid, won't say his last name, but his first name, Walter. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in kindergarten. He was in second grade. And so in reality, he's like not that much older than me at all. In my head though, he's like two decades older than me, you know, cause when you're in kindergarten, and somebody is in second grade, you're like, you are an adult, basically. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so he convinced me to do a trade with him because he he based on his age and wisdom was like, I know like this is a really good trade for you. <laughs> and I don't remember what he traded me for it, like if it was like a Geo dude or something like that, but it was not anything cool. Um, and later, as I got more into Pokemon and realized like charizard is one of the coolest pokemon ever if not the coolest and it was a shiny one um Mm -hmm. i was like i got duped like i don't Mm. where you know what happened and then i don't know whatever like happened to the card but i never got it back and then i got older and realized oh not only that but that was probably worth like money too um so i'm still moderately bitter um if i'm completely honest part of me wonders like did my kid brain make it i know that it was a charizard but did my kid brain make it a shiny charizard i think that it was a shiny
1: but maybe i
0: just like when i was in you know third grade was so bitter about it that like i exaggerated it in my mind so that's just for the sake of transparency but i really do think that it was a shiny charizard um which are you know I don't. I've never actually looked what those go for on eBay, but I have heard in passing that it's decent. And I gotta assume maybe I'll just look up really quick. Maybe Ooh. I'll find out it's not worth anything, and this will like help me lay it to rest. You know, <laughs> shiny Charizard. But I, it's got to be like one of the originals. Shiny Charizard original. How do I? What would I even search? Oh, it was this one. Oh, this one's going for $700. Oh, no. This is definitely the one I had. Gosh, dang it. Oh, no. <laughs> $720. Oh, no. Whatever. Um, but, I mean, even in reality, I had no way would I actually sell that either, you know? That would be right. framed somewhere in my home. Like, wow. anyway. Um That was my soda drink hat that I Mm. gave away, you know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) Where were we? Uh, Mr. Krabs is going to go try and get the hat back. Listen, I didn't want to say this in
5: front of Patrick. That hat makes you look like a girl. Am I a pretty girl? Oh, well, um, you're you're beautiful. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah! All right, now give me the hat back.
3: But, Mr. Krabs, you said it yourself. I was born to wear this hat. I don't want to give it back. I can't part with this hat now. Not after all we've been through. Thanks, Mr. Krabs.
5: I'll call you Hattie.
3: And that's when you showed up.
5: Ah, forget it. And you're not beautiful, either. I'm not? Bob, Just the man I wanted to see. Still playing with that dumb old hat, eh? Yep. Not sick of that boring old hat yet? Nope. Not even a little tired of that old piece of junk? Mm-mm. Not even a teensy tiny bit? Nope. Well, then, I guess you don't want to see what's in my bag. What is it? Novelty hats. How about this air-conditioned one? It's a little dangerous. The juicer? Mm. Foxy grandpa? Bye! So what do you say? Your silly hat for all these hats.
3: No deal, Mr. Krabs. I'm sticking with Hattie. Thanks for the offer, though.
5: I thought the foxy grandpa would get him for sure. I didn't want to have to do this, but he leaves me no other option. I'm gonna have to scare it off of him.
0: Okay, so when I was a kid, um, foxy grandpa was really, really funny, but it was also one of those things where you're a kid and you don't know if it's inappropriate or not like I'm like is this like am I gonna get in trouble for watching this or something (laughs) no no it's it's just like silly but Mm -hmm. I think when I was a kid I didn't know if I couldn't remember like when I would try and quote the episode like did the hat say sexy grandpa? Like, I couldn't remember yeah. in my head. And I'm sure that in my mm-hmm. head, I didn't know the difference between the two, really. Foxy mm-hmm. grandpa is still, it's not inappropriate, but it's like, it's a little, mm. it's a, yeah, it's a little inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know what other word to use, but it just, it makes me think <laughs> it's of saucy. like, yeah, or it makes me think of like a flirtatious old man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, like, like a grandpa kind of behaving inappropriately, not like mm-hmm, in a gross yeah. way or anything, but anyway. Yeah. So just super funny. And like, like, the idea of, like, just buying... This is, like, the detail that I forgot to point out earlier. When you're a kid, the idea of a soda drink hat is so cool. Of course, I think they're typically more used for drinking, like, beer, but they, like, kidify it <laughs> for this, you know? Um But when you're an adult, you come to understand how lame of a Chotsky gift that is, you know? <laughs> um But through kid eyes, it's like, this is the most incredible invention ever. <laughs> Why doesn't everybody wear these, you know? Mm-hmm. like
2: I not only wanted the drinking hat, but mm-hmm. I also wanted the foxy grandpa hat.
0: Yes, and to totally. this
2: day, I, that's the one I want.
0: I'm going to Google <laughs> it, it right now. Yeah. where They've got to have one on like Etsy or something, right? Foxy grandpa <laughs> yeah. hat. Oh yeah. There's tons of them. There's one on Etsy right now. It's like a trucker well, cap. The fact that it is like a trucker cap makes it even better. You know, yeah. like,
2: oh man if i was a hat guy i would wear that
0: totally i (laughs) i don't know if i could confidently wear it in public is the only problem um (laughs) like to explain (laughs) the context to people like anyway
2: i i also um when he's going back to when he says am i a pretty girl have we talked about that yet no we have
0: no no yeah yeah
2: my brain is all over the place that's okay um (laughs) and same with foxy grandpa like there's just i don't know how to describe <laughs> this humor like
0: yeah it's so innocent you know yes it's
2: innocent and like not what you expect from right. a lot of kids shows right even we watched like totally from that era from this well definitely not from cartoons that are out uh, now but uh, it's like a different level of humor they're like we right. kind of think you like you may think you know what right. we're about to say, but like, right. totally, even just the fact that SpongeBob laughs off that pet or that Mr. Krabs says he's beautiful, like,
0: yes, it's just yes. Uh, a
2: level of like, uh, I don't uh, know,
0: you're you're beautiful, <laughs> yeah, and then the like, mailman's like nice and <laughs> <It> just <laughs> keeps moving, you know.
2: Oh, there's just so many opportunities for like things to get really weird or like just not funny enough. And they like just toe the line. Totally. I love it. It's so so good. It's so (laughs) good.
0: The Foxy grandpa thing. It almost feels like, you know, uh, the sort of thing. Well, actually, you know what? I, I was going to say it feels like SpongeBob would be the type to like really enjoy bumper stickers, you know, but that just reminded me like in pizza delivery, he does have a bumper sticker. (laughs) It's like on his checklist, you know, Oh, um, man. but it's just that sort of thing that's like it's tacky is what it is mm-hmm. you know but to spongebob mm-hmm. it's just like delightful like he would totally buy a live laugh love sign and be like <laughs> isn't this nice you know like it. it's like i just the fact that he giggles at foxy grandpa is so funny because it's like catches him off guard but mm-hmm. even funnier than that man is that mr crab's like laments, like I thought I'd get him with the foxy grandpa, <laughs> as though he knows SpongeBob yeah. and saw that in the store and was like, "Yes, he'll, oh, he'll fall for this. He'll fall that. for this for sure." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, it's and just that's so the humor funny. that just kills me uh, every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then we'd be remiss too if we didn't just also shout out the juicer is like, and SpongeBob's like seems a little dangerous. Like <laughs> well, the it is. is, so, is
2: this so- <laughs> Air conditioned one is dangerous, and this is nothing about the juicer. That's right, you're right because that one has a freaking blade in it.
0: Yeah, and like a strong (laughs) and powerful one, you know. But but yeah, the the air conditioner just super power, overpowered, like seems a little dangerous. Like he's not (laughs) into that one. Yeah, does the juicer one? He just goes ooh, right? Like (laughs) yeah, he's yeah.
2: That's scary.
0: It's the perfect balance of like. He totally is into these novelty hats. And yet at the Mm -hmm. same time is perfectly content because he's Mm -hmm. got like the best hat ever, which he's Mm -hmm. not even using to drink soda. He's like found (laughs) a more efficient way to blow bubbles now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, man. So anyway. Um. Okay, I, this is has absolutely nothing to do with the plot. We don't need to draw on this very much. But I just noticed for the first time this episode, even though I'm sure I've seen this many other times, when SpongeBob is like sleeping in his bed, I noticed for the first time that there's like a little hatch on his floor, and it made me wonder like where does that hatch go? Like, because he has like oh. a door and a staircase that he usually gets to his bed, but yeah. So anyway, it's one of those details it's
2: down that weird um, tunnel that takes him to the. Basement or whatever. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's I don't know. I don't know though. Doesn't matter. Yeah. The geography of Spongebob's house truly doesn't make sense. (laughs) So it's it's best not to dwell (laughs) on it. Um but I also can't stop thinking about his like pet clam that you see in the first episode. But anyway, doesn't matter. Oh doesn't matter, take a screenshot. Um so (laughs) Mr. Krabs decides that he is uh gonna have to uh just scare the hat off of Spongebob in this one of the most iconic SpongeBob scenes freaking ever oh
3: Oh my gosh a floating shopping list
5: Ah! i'm not a shopping list i'm a ghost Now listen, SpongeBob. How do you know my name? Who are you? I am the ghost of soda drink hats. And I'm here to tell you that that soda drink hat you possess is cursed. Cursed? Yes, it once belonged to some guy who's dead now. What guy? Uh, uh, Smitty something. (laughs) Smitty what? Uh, Smitty (laughs) (laughs) Wurbin Jägerman Jensen. He must have been number one. Number one in Boogie Land. (laughs) Now listen, a curse will descend on you, unless the hat is returned to its owner immediately. Immediately? Immediately.
3: (laughs) To its owner? (laughs)
5: Yes. Right now? Yes, yes! It must be returned to its owner right now! Hey, Mr. Krabs! Ah, SpongeBob! <laughs> uh, uh, what are you doing here?
3: Oh, I was just returning the cursed soda drink hat to its original owner, Smitty Werbin Jagerman Jensen.
5: What? There is no Smitty Werbin Jagerman Jensen!
3: Sure, there is! He's buried out in Floater Cemetery. Oh,
5: did, I just did it! I was. Give me that shovel. I was
3: it was his hat,
2: Mr. Krabs. He was number one. I would say this scene is very iconic. Iconique. Mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing through the whole thing. And, uh, I love um, when spongebob screams even like see his gums totally separated yeah and then and then he realizes it's actually a ghost and his higher pitch scream is worse. so yeah. perfect uh-huh. um the repetition of immediately yeah right now <laughs> um and <laughs> why does spongebob need to know his name he's like Smitty yeah. <laughs> <many> one.
0: <laughs> he's like please keep going keep telling the story you know I need to know every detail
2: yeah what
0: do you think of this scene dude listen this is a perfect scene Yeah, like in every way it's just like I wasn't expecting to like laugh this hard or like because I like watched the episode last week and then again today Uh, Mm -hmm. but even just listen like the line delivery the lines that they deliver like exchange like it's just so freaking funny in every way that the reveal of like oh my gosh it's a floating shopping list, you know and it's just like milk eggs carrots or whatever you know and then he's like oh and then flips it around and then it's even scarier that it's like a poorly drawn ghost you know Um, and then yeah like you said like the right now immediately like that's iconic the repeating of immediately and just how like how frightened and upset SpongeBob is, you know, the what feels improvised, uh, s- s- Smitty, Smitty, <laughs> Werman, Jaegerman, Jetson, you know, but it comes up and it's, it's like, it's a plot point, you know, it's yes. like very important, but they take what would otherwise just be a throwaway improv line <laughs> or whatever and like make it into the story, you know, and then yeah, I laughed. So hard first watching this, like the Smitty white <laughs> like <laughs> it, 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 he says it as though he's describing like how he was murdered or something, and he's like, and then what <laughs> happened? But instead, it's just like, what's his middle name? You know, like, mm-hmm. and then, but then this is what makes it perfect for me. Like already nine out of ten even maybe like 10 out of 10, but what makes it like a Masterpiece perfect scene is that the music is ramping up, his expression is ramping up, SpongeBob's response (laughs) is ramping up, and it's just going higher, 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 and then, yes, yes, you uh, you need to deliver it right now. (laughs) Oh, hey, Mr. Krabs. And just (laughs) his scream, like, what are you doing? You know, like, such like a hard turn, like, breakneck speed, like, whiplash turn into like, yeah, return the hat. And just like... I don't know, just such a good payoff for such a silly premise, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Mr. Krabs, it's like a genius, like SpongeBob is frantic, and Mr. Krabs is like, you know, in the driver's seat or whatever. And then, in a heartbeat, now SpongeBob is in the driver's seat, not knowing, like for Mr. Krabs it was out of manipulation for SpongeBob it's out of pure innocence um, You're great. <laughs> and and now Mr. Krabs is frantic like what do you mean you return the hat you know um and then that it turns into this like i don't know what to describe it as it's like it feels like a halloween movie or something yeah. like that you mm-hmm. know like it, the 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 omen That Spongebob casts over Mr. Krabs. Yes. He was number one. And like, who doesn't know that line? You know? Like, it was his hat, Mr. Krabs. Mm -hmm. He was number one. (laughs) Just, it's all so good. Oh, and then, (laughs) sorry, one last detail, or maybe two. share your thought first I've got more that I want to rant on but where are you going
2: well, it's just funny that this is in two acts and the second act is totally mm-hmm. where is this taking us like totally it, <laughs> and it it's just great that it turns into this scary movie like yes. almost zombie thing uh-huh. almost like it's kind of thriller it's kind of to me uh-huh. it reminds me of the dream sequence from Fiddler on the roof you yeah know? uh-huh
0: which totally. You know,
2: if you haven't watched Fiddler on the Roof, go spend three hours yes. watching it. It's on Netflix.
0: Yes, it's so. It'll good. be
2: worth your time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just funny. It's like this totally could have been a way shorter scene, but it's totally. a literally an act of the episode. So I absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's so good. Yeah. So the, go just the other, name. the small details that I had to shout out was uh, Mr. Krabs, like almost like the spitefulness in his voice that he says number one and boogie land like it's like it's not even like he's trying to scare him with that line he's like (laughs) let me tell you how bad it got for Smitty Werbin, Jaegerman Jetson you know um I also just I don't think this was intentional but it's like cute that uh Clancy Brown uh, delivers the line, like, there is no Smitty Werbin Jagerman Jensen. Like, I'm yeah. like, surely he accidentally read Jaeger as Jaeger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, on yeah. his script, you know? Um, <laughs> and then lastly, just like, oh, he's down at Floater Cemetery. I was like, holy crap. Floater Cemetery is such a funny, dark, name it is dark for a spongebob you know an underwater cartoon uh like cemetery and it's so (laughs) clever like floaters like and it just makes you even think like so fish do float like when they die in Mm -hmm. this universe and so they must pull them back down to bury them like six feet underground or something i mean sorry to over explain it but but i feel like it invites the like dissection of it or whatever yeah. But so anyway it's just so good
2: <laughs> i also um when you mentioned earlier some of the names on the headstones yeah. I, had, I had written down
0: uh-huh.
2: diver dan like that <laughs> <Yeah>. is dark
0: <laughs> yeah uh-huh yeah that one makes you wonder if it was a fish or not <laughs> you know yeah, like, i did not
2: think it was a fish yeah but, totally you know, maybe <laughs>
0: uh-huh so anyway he pronounces the spooky you know like uh very like the movie that comes to mind is something wicked this way comes i don't think it's like that well known of a film Mm. but but it's like an 80s spooky almost like stephen king-esque you know um Mm -hmm. line or whatever and then they just he goes to the most beautiful brilliant elaborate set now at Mm floater cemetery Mm -hmm. all of this obviously is like brand new i mean they paint new backgrounds or whatever for basically every episode but but this like how thought out and elaborate it is and how spooky it is you know Um, it's great they've got obviously like little sea urchins as bugs oh that's they have a clam owl you know that's like Mm -hmm. and then like a black cat, but it's a snail and stuff, you know. Yeah. And I think at one point they have scallops, like bats fly through, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like absolutely terrifying, you know. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: The flowers are like squiggly and, yeah. and flatter. Uh huh. Yeah. In There's the dead trees
0: in the background, which just I'm looking at them now, and they kind of just look like trees a little bit. I mean, I think I think they're supposed to be like dead coral, you know, but it's mm-hmm. just like so good so anyway um he Mr Krabs hides behind um you know I'm looking at the headstone for diver Dan and it totally the headstone has been carved to look like scuba gear uh <laughs> so I'm like that has there's definitely a, a person that <laughs> drowned yeah. in bikini bottom Anyway, um, so he sees Squidward, and, and this is another like iconic scene. I feel like um, mm-hmm. maybe not as well known, but just like the "Here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams,"
1: uh, <laughs> and then
0: Squidward is like crying. It gets really dark for a second because you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like,
1: oh, yeah, that's Squidward what you saw me. is yeah, he's
0: visiting a loved one or something. But then you come <laughs> to find that Squidward has paid for a headstone to just represent <laughs> his hopes and dreams, and then perfect, just a Chef's kiss. Like, Mr. Krabs stares at it has a beat of silence and then just says, what a baby. Like he's like observing what we all think of like, dude, you work at a restaurant. Like, sure. Maybe that's a bummer for you, but it's fine. (laughs) You know, get another job if you want, you know, um, this, I, in cutting the scenes, I was like, I don't know how to like where exactly to fit this. So I just pulled it as like a very short clip, um, that I'm just going to play right now. Um, I think this is actually what you used as one of your um, trivia questions on a previous episode, but uh, Mr. Krabs tries to remember. Come on, Krabs, (laughs) think. What did SpongeBob
5: say? Think, Krabs. Maybe something SpongeBob said will give you some kind of clue.
3: Remember, licking doorknobs is illegal on other planets. No, not that. You'll never guess what I found in my sock last night. Go ahead, guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one.
0: Ah, barnacles. Like that. Go ahead, guess. It's just so good, you know. So anyway, yeah, so Mr. Krabs. Perfect. Yeah, he he finds the tombstone. It's a giant number one. It says Smitty Man Jetson, and has been, like, you know, boarded, uh, <laughs> like, to extend his name, you know. We can just assume. Just... Go ahead.
2: Well, why didn't they put Jaeger Mangetson?
0: I know. I always I, noticed that. It always that. bugs me. It, yeah, it bugs me, too. I'm going to say, I, this probably isn't actually the, the case, but... Uh, maybe Jaeger is his middle name, you know, um, oh, maybe. It probably was just a mistake or something, but let's just pretend, you know, or okay. assume rather. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. But and you know what? I'm thinking about this now. I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but that he digs up the grave implies that SpongeBob must have also dug up the grave yes. <laughs> and opened his casket to place yes. the hat on it. Anyway. <laughs> I just absolutely love this next exchange um, <laughs> where uh, Mr. Krabs <laughs> defiles a grave.
5: Am I really gonna defile this grave for money? Of course I am! Uh, 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 jackpot! Ooh, it's beautiful! Come to Papa! Uh, hey, come on, Smitty, let go! Rest in pieces, Smitty! I got the million dollar hat!
4: Hey man, that's my hat. Give it back!
5: What? No way! Just crawl back into your hole, bone boy! Go ahead, play dead!
4: I guess I'm gonna have to take it from you.
5: Yeah, right. You and what army? Only the army of the living dead. Oh no! I've seen this on the late show! You ghoulish fiends hold me down and take turns nibbling on my innards! Then you eat my brain and leave my body for the buzzards!
0: That's disgusting.
4: We just want the hat back. <laughs>
0: disgusting.
4: We just want. be for the buzzards. That's disgusting. We just want the hat back. <laughs>
1: is
0: it so, so it's because cr- the delivery on the line. That's disgusting. Like <laughs> this, like I'm living. This living corpse is offended. Not just like, no, I'm not going to... He's offended at Mr. Krabs. Like, (laughs) like, like, in his mind, Mr. Krabs is being completely inappropriate. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's the best I can try and explain it. Like, that's disgusting. Like, (laughs) man. And maybe this is more so like the perfect scene because the buildup of like, you know, you got your simple jokes, like, am I really going to defile this grave for money? Of course I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then like you and what army only the army of the living dead. <laughs> like that's so funny. It's, and it it does, it becomes the zombie film that you're afraid of. Like, yep. yeah,
2: mm-hmm. oh, man. And, and his, I think delivery in, all of his lines is mm-hmm. it, he's just a smitty. He's just a guy. Like, just he's a just a dude. He was number one, but also yeah. like he is a normal boy. I
0: just want the hat back, man. Like it's such a good, the voice is perfect. Like is perfect. He's just a guy. <laughs> his expressions, like he always has those kind of frowny eyes on him. Like, uh-huh. dude, I just want the hat back. Yeah, it's <laughs> so <perfect>. good. <laughs> and i love the way that they draw they look like fish skeletons like that you'd see on like cat dog or something you know Mm -hmm. where it's like like the kind of rib cage or whatever you know yeah um but then with just these cartoony like skulls on top or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. gosh it's so good Yeah. (laughs) we didn't deserve this episode but they gave it to us and it's just so delightful and elaborate (laughs) and And all the different types of fish skeletons that pop out. Like, you know, you see like a swordfish and a dolphin skeleton. And it's so good. The more
2: I think about it, the more it's got to be in my top 10. Like
0: I think so too, yeah. It's
2: so good. Maybe not the pair.
0: Sure. But definitely this one. The individual. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, because I knew this episode was funny I think maybe I expected it to be sort of like Club SpongeBob, where I like the episode. Um, and there are very quotable lines like all oh, hell the magic conch or whatever, mm-hmm. but I never think of it like it's a hilarious episode or whatever. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I do think of like band geeks or something like that. Yeah. But watching this, I'm like, no, this actually is like a hilarious episode mm-hmm. front to back, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like anyway. how he
2: Changes the name every time because he can't remember it. <laughs> Calls him like Smitty Wabajibster
0: and, <laughs> totally. and Smitty Wabablauble. <laughs> uh huh. He's become this guy now that he like has to deal with or something. And you yeah. would you would think that they introduced Smitty Werbin Jetson like at the start of the episode for right. how prominent he is now, mm-hmm. but he totally was just like a throwaway line. And now he's like <laughs> this guy that he's like, you know, it feels like Mr. Krabs is like spiteful of like i don't want to memorize your name i don't care who you are you know like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just so good yeah. the music and, is so uh, good the music, like yes yeah
2: and, and like how it turns it's like swashbuckling exactly
0: like it's this, uh-huh.
2: he's fighting these ghosts or these these skeletons like yep. with i don't know it's yep. just yeah who who comes up with this stuff?
0: Some genius. <laughs> <What> would- <laughs> probably Paul Tibbet, Ken Osborne, and Mark O'Hare is my guess. But yeah, probably yeah. those three geniuses. Probably those three. Anyway, so it's swashbuckling. Perfect way uh, to describe this last scene until um, we get uh, the silly reveal at the end.
5: Back up! Back up, I say! Attack! tally Look at me! I'm Errol Finn! Brain? You must be kidding. Back to oblivion! Oh, how's your <laughs> sister? <laughs> All right, boneheads, playtime's over. <laughs> <laughs> a million dollars. I've got a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't find oh, bargains well, like well, that anymore. No, I, I need a first big man. Oh, there you are. Well, I got it. The Rare Novelty Soda Drink Hat, let's start the bidding at one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want that all at once? One
4: million dollars! Get it! <laughs> hey, the poor chef's not kidding. Didn't you hear? They found a whole warehouse full of them. Mm? They're worthless!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> let's give Mr. Krabs a big hand.
3: Now that's worth a million dollars.
5: Ah. Hey kid, wait up! Eyes on first. I'll give you one
4: billion dollars.
5: Well, that's a spirit breaker. <laughs> what
4: a baby!
0: Dude, what a delightful ending. You it's
2: know, so perfect. I was going to say this earlier um, in the last episode, that it does feel, because these episodes go together, mm-hmm. that like Squidward kind of gets the last laugh, True. which makes me feel less bad yeah. about him
0: like, that's a good being point. stuck out in the snow. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: I just, I love that that's how it ends, yeah. because he's just such a minor, like... <laughs> he's just in it twice in the whole, in the whole episode. And I just love that that's the
0: line he gets to Uh say. Yeah, that's so true. Um, (laughs) And I had caught on snowball effect that they reference Mr. Krabs, but other than his sculpture, you never actually like see him, you know? Mm -hmm. uh,
2: Yeah. 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 I just love that that's Squidward's one line. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) um, Also, I feel like, and I meant to say this earlier, but like, it almost feels like this episode could be like its own little kid's storybook almost
0: totally. Yeah.
2: Um, which, you know, other episodes I think could be, but mm-hmm. not, they wouldn't be as, they wouldn't have as much plot. Right. Totally. Um, and so I, I really like this one. It just feels like a full, like you watched a movie or you read a book or like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And then just the ending, the reveal is so, yeah. So great. Yeah. And so perfect.
0: Yeah. It has like, yeah, uh, just such a good three act structure. And the three acts are so different from each other, mm-hmm. you know, like from the, like, uh, selling the hats to trying to get the hat to then this, you know, uh sort of like dawn of the dead sort of mm-hmm, Robin Hood yeah, type, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um I don't know this for sure. Maybe I should have put this in trivia clock, but uh I swear I gotta think that um, the the sword fight between him and the skeletons it references a lot. You know, it's it's swashbuckling, it's mm-hmm. Robin Hood esque because he literally references Errol F- uh, Flynn or whatever. Uh, but I gotta think that it's a reference to um, the the film Jason and the Argonauts, which I did not know oh. that that's what it was titled. Oh, are you familiar with this one? I I've heard of it. Okay, so I I just googled movie where guy sword fights, skeletons, and mm, the Jason and the Argonauts okay. came up, but yeah. guaranteed you and the listener have, have seen, uh, either clips or screenshots of like, cause I think it like was, um, pioneering for special effects at the time, um, in, mm. the, in the 1963 when this came out, but it's like the dude that he's looks like he's like Spartacus or something. And he's fighting these oh. like stop motion skeletons, you know? Um, like sword fighting them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so anyway, I gotta think that like this scene is like a reference to that, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just gets absolutely insane. Like that—that's <laughs> where it, like, the climax of the episode is. You know, mm-hmm. makes yeah. you feel bad for Smitty. Smitty, I'll just call him since you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're pals now by the end, but um, because he never yeah. gets his hat back. Um, no,
2: and it was his hat.
0: Hmm. He was number one. But yeah, so fleeting, you know, chasing that that next thing. That um, mm-hmm. hey, does this mean that Mr. Krabs is literally a scalper?
2: <gasps> yeah.
0: I don't think that was like intentional. I mean, maybe it was. It, probably not. I feel like they would have made a joke if if it was. But anyway, I just thought that it crossed my mind. Wow. But but yeah. So anyway, he's scalping literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so so wonderful. Like the comeuppance of like. He was being a trickster. He tricked and manipulated SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. He stole from Smitty Werbin, Jaegerman, Jetson, you know. Um mm-hmm. you know what? It's it's um The Poltergeist is the other film that I was trying to think of earlier. But anyway. Oh um, or maybe even like kind of Pet Cemetery. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, screenshot. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. And then just the reveal, they're not worth anything. Him crying, Squidward getting the last laugh. What a baby. It's just like And I love Mr. Krabs, well, that's a heartbreaker, you know, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) it's like him acknowledging the type of ending of the episode it is or something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
2: Yes. And after, after all that, like. Uh-huh. that's what he gets, which is kind of like, okay, yeah, that's what you get. Like, right. Duh. Right. Um, <laughs> but also like, I don't know, I feel like in other episodes, his arms would fall off or like, his I know eyes would pop I was waiting for that, like that to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something where whenever he loses any amount of money, it's like, right. He it like shows in his body. Almost.
0: Right. Totally. <laughs> um,
2: or like he'll go to the hospital or something, but I love that. He's just crying.
0: <laughs> totally.
2: <laughs> and, and, yeah, and then Squidward yeah. gets to deliver that line. Yeah,
0: yeah. It makes me wonder if, like, it, it, it may. I think, I think that the reason that this episode feels sweet, like the ending feels sweet in a way, um, is because you know, like, I'm imagining um, uh, Squid on strike or Sponge on strike, whatever it is, the one where they go on strike and it ends with the whole place like completely destroyed. It's a funny ending, um, and and I w- don't think it's, like, mean or anything, but it's not like a, oh, what a sweet ending, you know? Um, it's like, oh, man, like, his. that's the one where he falls apart uh, and yells, Squidward, SpongeBob, <laughs> you're going to work yeah. for me forever, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But this one, it feels like because Mr. Krabs is the one that's been devious the whole episode, you like to see I mean I guess he's like an anti-hero because he's the main character mm-hmm. but he's up to no good the whole time
2: mm-hmm. you like
0: to see him get his comeuppance um, and, but then literally that they pair it with just like the sweetest music and like does it <laughs> does it literally end on a seer Gino I don't I don't know if you can guess uh. <laughs> what a baby <laughs>
2: Well, it ends on whatever the one yeah. chord is, which is like... Yeah. Da, 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 bum, bum. So I don't obvious. know if it's a C or G, but... No one knows. <laughs> I don't have perfect pitch. That's okay, oh. yeah. <laughs> call in. Let us know. We're seeing <laughs> Call
0: in. What if this episode was like six hours long and the last like four and a half hours was just silence as we were waiting for somebody to call in? What if? Might be a little funny. What if probably not that funny. Anyway, um, you know what is funny is this freaking episode, uh, One Crab's Trash. Mm-hmm. So it's five mm-hmm. out of five for me. Maybe even like a five and a half out of five. What are your final thoughts on One Crab's Trash, Sarah?
2: I think it's great. It holds up. It has the like nostalgia of our youth and like mm-hmm. the funny like I don't know, the <sighs> I find myself laughing at like the one-liners or like the little things that maybe I missed as a kid more Mm -hmm. often now. Um, But then it's fun when you get an episode where it has those things like, like Mr. Krabs saying, how's your sister or whatever, (laughs) 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 little things like that. Uh But then, you know, the floating shopping list actually being really funny and like smitty, like just all of it, all the things you remember from it actually Mm -hmm. still being funny. So Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's, you know, I'd watch it as a full-length film. Totally. It's it's one of my favorites. And I'm going to, if I ever rank SpongeBob episodes, mm-hmm. it's going to be in my top 10. Mark totally. No
0: words. totally. Yeah, maybe I'll force us to do that by the end of the podcast. But...
2: Ooh, you can make an episode out of it. Yeah. We, stretch it. Stretch it. Yeah, up totally.
0: <laughs> <three>. uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, stretch out season three just like Nickelodeon did not in a bad yeah. way but Ooh. season's like four years Ooh. long um, anyway uh, thank you everybody for listening thank you Sarah for joining us everybody give it up for Sarah one more time thank you thank, thank you Sarah so for joining oh, us um, and everybody else remember uh, to um, I almost said like and subscribe you don't do that with the podcast you're already subscribed <laughs> share it with a friend leave a <laughs> review get it read on the air uh, whatever the super funny post it to your aunt's Facebook page joke that I always say and it is still very funny every single time that I repeat it and then come back next week for the episodes as seen on TV and can you spare a dime
4: If you two want to knock each other's brains out with snowballs, kindly leave me out of it.
5: Come on, SpongeBob. Let's go knock each other's brains out. I'm ready.
1: Hmm.
3: Okay, Patrick. It's out.